Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You're here with your host, Georgia Garlic and... Mark Garlic. And, you know... (laughs) (laughs) And it begins. And it begins. Um, You know what? I think the last one we were like, well, we'll be back next week. And then just like life was like, no. Um, It's almost like our life has been put on fast forward for the past however many weeks. Yeah, we've also been inefficient with our time due to people wasting our time. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) So today we obviously haven't been on the old headphones for a while. Um, And... I guess just like everybody's life, things change, uh, things adapt, and we had a number of things kind of like, I could describe them as hurdles. <laughs> hurdles? No, they were hurdles. They turned sure. into hurdles. Um, we Good news is, is we've just finally launched our new app for all of our clients, um, which has Yay. been... Yeah, I love that. The enthusiasm of like launching something when no, you're just so been, tired. To be fair, not to toot our own horn, but the the new look and feel of our app is vastly different and the feedback has been really, really positive and amazing, to be honest. Yeah, and if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Um, And... (laughs) 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 Welcome to me. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the mood I'm in today. Um, No, we, we obviously... Well, we decided way back when, you know, we've been running an online business for quite a few years now. And, you know, when we moved back from... Well, to when did we move back to the UK in 2021? Mm. We were like, are we going to open up somewhere new? Are we going to do like a gym? Are we going to do a clinic? Are we going to do something? Or are we going to stay completely online? And I think, you know, for those that understand or don't understand, running an online business is like the most complex matrix sometimes where you just literally want a break from everything mm. because online being online becomes really unenjoyable like I haven't been present on my own social media for fucking months do you know what I mean I just I have no yeah, energy outside of reposting work content work content or just like a photo of my family like I have no energy to like literally do anything and mm. you know it comes to a point where we haven't had a break and it's kind of our own wrongdoing but I guess work has consumed us we want to get to a position where mm. things are more like steady which they are now um, which means we haven't really actually taken a break off, but come November... Not that anybody cares. I nobody gives a fuck, honest. do you know what I mean? But, you know, actually, if you do value us, you will give a fuck. If you don't, then, again, fuck off. Um, <laughs> people will be like, okay, she said fuck off with at least 15 times. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see how many times you how said fuck off. How many times? I'm in that mood today, just fuck off. Um, but we were... Oh God... For those that have listened to our podcast for how many episodes that we've done, um, you all would have been aware that when we moved out of London, we moved into Surrey. And we've been here for, can you even believe it, a, a year. year, which is crazy that where Literally, this time's yeah. actually gone. But mm. we were, we've dabbled in conversations with multiple people around here, not from our own doing, probably their, their doing, actually. And we kind of came into a situation where somebody offered us, um, not offered us, it was, we started to give something fucking back, do you know what I mean? Like a cut of our we business. We offered them something. We, yeah, actually, take honest. that back. We let's actually, be, no, 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 I think you need honest. to, no, go, because you've you got fucking ants in your pants over there. Have so I got ants in my pants? No, I haven't got ants in my pants over it. it no, was... you've got to let people explain situations, okay, Mark, and you're not very good at explaining sorry. the situation. No, you can't just, just go at the situation. I'll just, I'll participate. You will participate, because this is my podcast now. I am the captain. No, we were approached with, Long story short, it was a couple of property developers 
who had a opportunity not to open up a gym, but to open up something that we... So, Mark, for fuck's sake. They didn't want to open up anything. They, Mark. Please, can you utilise the space? We would have Can you listen? Up. No, okay, Mark, sorry. fuck's sake. You're annoying me. You haven't laid the story out. <sighs> yeah, but let's, you're, you're going to be told to like fuck it off was in a minute. His idea when it wasn't. It was no, it's idea. Mark. You're not letting me. If you let me actually finish, we'll come to the fact that it, of course it was our idea. Wonderful. For many, many years, for those that understand my journey, I'll speak for myself here because my husband just won't shut the fuck up. I have always, and a long-term goal of our business has to potentially always been to open up like a long-term clinic to help people have like a health overall. Um, in an institution where people come and stay for long periods of time. And for those that do or don't know my own journey, that's kind of where I started my whole weight loss journey is I pretty much took myself away um, and sorted my shit out. And I had the help of professionals to get me into a position where I was healthier and happier to go about my day-to-day basis. And since I was put through multiple fat camps and clinics and stuff as a young person, I kind of founded an idea that I actually think that I can do this, but not make it so unenjoyable, not make it so... I guess people are petrified going to places like that, um, where I used to go to, and not make it so brutal, but actually create something that genuinely helped people. So this has always been in the back of our mind, but to be able to create something at the level that, in my head, I need, it takes a vast amount of investment. And I think coming back, we opened obviously up in Cape Town, we came back... It hasn't really been the right time. We haven't really known where we wanted to base ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. So the idea kind of was put, I guess, aside whilst we built, obviously, the online business. And then we had somebody come to us wanting us to utilise a property that they had developed. And the property itself was, like, absolutely amazing, like, in the sense of the space. Uh, It needed a fuck ton of work done to it. But... um, we were taken along the lines of, okay, well, I'll invest into this, you create the concept, you do all of this, and then we'll open up business. And me and Mark were like, "Mm, okay, skeptical. Um, And so we're kind of thrown into a situation, we had to create like multiple business plans, things, ideas, finances, costing, all of this thing, to kind of only realize that like, I don't really know. I just, I had a gut instinct to start off with, hence why it wasn't something that I was willing to entertain. I think Mark, slightly different. You entertained it far more than I did um, because I'm too sceptical for this shit. And I think we've got a reason to be, have we not? Um, I mean, now we do. <laughs> well, you're annoyed, but I'm annoyed because no, I feel like annoyed. it's a waste it of fucking was, time. I, never, but I don't I even care. I don't not even to. care. I, it was one of those things where... We're in the environment where it's a couple of big fish in a small pond where everybody tries to draw relevance from trying to pretend like they're super rich when in reality is probably not the case. Mm. And like most, uh, like all of the opera, like there's been numerous times that guys have approached us and uh, different businesses and said, would you run our business? Would you take over? Would you utilize the space whilst we move country or move city or whatever they're uh, or take the actual business. Yeah, just take the. You, you know, there's been four guys since we've since we've moved back, and mm. the reality is, is when you sit down with everybody, and then 
you say the magical word, well, let's talk finances, then that's when people start to evaporate. I never, ever will ever, like, I've done it too much in my past, like, life, I could say, in my past life. I wonder what I was in my past life anyway. Um, probably just something miserable, telling people to fuck off. Like, maybe I had warden. Tourette's. Um, yeah, parking attendant, one of those people that mm. gives you a parking ticket. Yeah. That was probably my last life, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I refuse to allow anybody to diminish our value in this world because I worked so hard, and I think vice versa with you, like to actually create our value, Mm. to have anybody like shit on it, I will fucking set you on fire. Not actually physically, but I will. And the biggest thing for me as a woman is I've learned this because I've I've been in the shadow of so many men in my career, like, and I will be 100% honest with that. I text Mark the other day in the gym and I said, I'm a female, get me out of here. Because I was legitimately just swaddled with men and their fucking egos. And... I never want to be in a situation where a man or somebody that has a vast amount of money, and trust me, like, we've worked with enough of them, can either speak down to you like they've got something better than you, or I guess just in general. So the one way I've always liked to take this is to how in, how how can you make a man feel as an insignificant as possible? And this is something that I feel like I've actually skilled. Um, I've got a good skill going because I just don't believe or I let, will let anybody sort of shine down the fact that we we are the business, we are the concept. Without us, it's fucking nothing. Without anything or to do with our ideas or whatever, it's nothing. Mm. So don't think that you have anything to offer us. If anything, the opportunity was the other way around. I mean, it goes from you can either potentially rent the space out to a yoga instructor or somebody who does a, cl- a group class and you might no, get a couple that's... hundred... Mark, you're going into finer details here where we don't no, need to do this. No, but I'm just saying, or you could potentially have a percentage of a business that could scale to... No, there's... Uh, you're not... Because you're now going into, like, fucking finer details. And I'm now not you're going to make finer me have details, to... You are, I'm just because saying, it's not making any sense on. to people. Let's just move on. It's not like... Long story short, it was an opportunity yeah. that we explored, yeah. but, like, I said no to start off with, and I did tell you that, didn't I, Mark? I said, no, no fucking way, no. And obviously I said, fuck yeah, but off, when no. Don't you say no? Because am I right? I'm not sure. No. Because am I always right? And do I have like a sick instinct about people and going into business with people? Do yeah, you want to look at me over the microphone and tell me that I'm right? Thank you. No, but I'm just, you have to, you have to flesh it out. Otherwise no, you, you don't need know. to flesh it out. You do, you, you don't need to flesh it out to the extent of like fucking. No, I appreciate that. That was a waste of time. Hence the reason why I said it was a waste of time. Yeah, it was a waste of time. And I, as I always said, like, you know, a lot of people don't value your time or what you have to offer. And I feel like the only people that have ever valued our time or what we have to offer are those that we've directly worked with because we've quite literally changed their fucking life. And unless you actually have experienced that, then I'm sorry. Like, I don't think you really should be investing in a business unless you just give us a property and fuck off, honestly. Like, you know, it's not, it's one of these things where you're dealing with quite like, it's, would I want to open up an, you know, in hindsight, like a lifestyle clinic where we are now? No. Otherwise we would have. And the answer is no. The reason why we haven't done that is numerous. How long? Because I don't like the people around here. I think they're all miserable. Um, I think that, like, I'm sick of, like, how many people genuinely, like, 
think that they the world start, like shines out of their asshole and they're all on like mass amounts of loan sharks and fucking financial plans and they're just busy waffling on about cryptocurrency not to realize that it's fucking crashed do you know what i mean and it's all just a load of nonsense you know and i don't know why but maybe because we're in an area where there's just less people than London you just don't feel the same London like I've always worked with incredibly high net worth clients face to face you know I'm used to being around people that are very comfortable but not in a way which kind of like around here around here is different they're just like and I was brought up in Surrey but this part it's fake it's fake rich and it's just awful like like there's there's yeah it's just it's like it reminds me of being in Harare where everybody has probably lived in the same area for numerous amounts of years. Everybody kind of knows each other's business. Everyone's trying to do one up on one another and who's more successful. And it's all on credit. And the reality is... Do you know what's really horrible to see, though, is that there's a couple... like when you ask somebody to pay 400 quid for something and then they start sweating and then you're like, hmm... 400 quid try and get them to pay you like a grand like like all of the people oh can you train my wife oh my god i've seen how you train can you train my wife oh wait i can't afford you no she can't do that yeah. do you know I mean? it's yeah. like oh wait i forgot i thought you just literally bought a house in saint-tropez oh wait we're not talking at that level of fucking money um but this is a thing i mean it's not to say that some people don't do well for themselves but the people i appreciate that do well for themselves are not the ones that go and fucking tell you about it honestly it's draining like oh i just thought i'd let you know that i've made a million pound investment i'm like i hope you lose it honestly we don't even know each other let's talk about the neighbor as well because whilst we're on this if you remember last summer we launched our podcast was it last year yeah before we moved out of london we launched a podcast and we had the nightmare neighbor next door that handed us the orchid back after we gifted it (laughs) now Oh, we've, we've got, got a the same similar neighbour. Fucking where we are now. Gifting it back was trying to steal our stuff. Okay, so number one, we had we just we described this. We've told people about this. The plants that they nicked. We Mark had really bad allergies, so we put the plants out to then go and give to one of our other neighbours because we'd mm. agreed that she'd take them because she'd be able to look after them better. And so we left them in a position where she'd be able to take them. And anyway, like the next day, like they were gone. And then I saw them in the house of our neighbor and like propped up in new pots and like all of this thing. And I was like, they've just quite literally nicked our trees. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like they've nicked them. Mm. Anyway, I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to leave it. I'm just not one of those people to like cause a fucking scene. <laughs> Funny that. Um, <laughs> until you piss me off. Um, and... So I just kind of left it and then it was just like really grating on me. So one day, and they've got cameras all around their house. They're like kind of those pedantic people, like those ring cameras in every window, like mm-hmm. watching you. And so they oh, just like, fuck it. I'm just going to take them back. I'm going to take them back. So I just walked into their window and took them back. Anyway, fast forward a few months, um, to secure the complex of which we're in, it was agreed because everyone's got, a lot of people have got dogs and stuff like that, and they were running out onto the car park, the road, all of this, that we would secure it with gates. Do you know what I mean? Just gates that allowed people to like close off things. People weren't in like, I don't know, because it was all open before. So some of the, we, everybody could chip, well, we didn't chip in exactly. We said yes. And then the one of the women's, women was like, you know what, I'm going to cover this because I'm the one that needs it the most. And so we were like, oh, super happy to chip in. But all of the dog owners were super happy and like, you know, pumped. So had all these gates installed like thousands of pounds later or whatever. 
And then we got, she got, she got approached by this neighbour, said neighbour that literally stole our plants, saying, um, I just thought, I just want to know who installed the gates. And she said, well, I did. Do you know what I mean? We agreed. And also with all of like the property management, everything agreed that they'd be installed and everybody would have use of them and blah, blah. Mm. And if anything, your house is way safer yeah. now. You know, She like, also told him twice prior to Prior that. to this, anyway. He said, well... And wrote a letter. He said, um, the click in the gate is uh, waking me up. I'm very jet-lagged at the moment, because they travel all the time. Very jet-lagged, and um, it's really affecting me, actually, the click in the gate uh, when it's uh, when it's closed. Um, is there any mm. way that we could mm. just turn the gate around, i.e. just not work the gate properly, so it doesn't click in? Anyway, so she didn't tell me this until we went downstairs, and this guy approached me and Mark outside and was like... Oh, just kind of like barging through. I just thought I'd through the hedges. Do you know what I, mean? I just thought, I'd, whilst, I, whilst you're here, do you know what I mean? I just thought I'd tell you, because I'm not sure if um, Ali has or not, you know. <sighs> the gates, you know what I mean? <sighs> it's. I look at my watch and it's 5.30 in the morning and I can hear the gates because I've got my windows open and I'm very jet lagged because I just sort of let you know I've been on holiday. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm very jet lagged. I'm jet lagged. Do you know what I mean? And I was like this. So my my temperament, I think I was probably two days out of coming on my period, was nothing. Like literally, I just went. <sighs> I was like, I'm not going to do anything about it. I said, I wake up in the morning early because we go to work. We're not jet lagged. We're working early in the morning. I'm so sorry that the gate is doing its fucking job by clicking back in. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, and neither should anybody, fix these fucking gates in order for you to be satisfied with the noise. You're not even here half the fucking time. Do you know what I mean? You can't, are not warranted for us to fix. The fact of the matter is, is he's gone and now complained to pretty much everybody about the fact of noise, one, one click, okay? It happened how many times? Twice, he said. Two clicks, okay? Mm. But it didn't happen on the Saturday. I thought, are you taking a fucking spreadsheet? You literally, like, mm. probably, because he's yeah, got he so, is. he does, he tracks everything. And I just said to him, I don't know if you know what work is, Stu, do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> fucking Stu. Stu, you're a prick. <laughs> Stu, you are a fucking prick. And do you know what? You, somebody, there's plenty of people when you live around others where you just think, why has nobody told you this you to your to face? You have to be considerate, though, because that's what you told me. I did. I did say to Mark, right. <sighs> I was like, even suck it up. The woman and said, I vouch on my husband's behalf that he will be considerate. Courteous. Courteous. No, I didn't. I said that, and she's obviously so, we've obviously got a jokes agreement with them. Like yeah, obviously, so they everybody wants to slam the gate as fucking hard like as you we're can. Super, you know, bullshit. But in reality, Mark, I went at that man to the point where he's now ignoring us. Because no, good because he used to chew our ear off for fifty-five minutes about the time he invested two million quid in <laughs> Bristol in a Costa coffee shop, and you're like. You've told me this 9,000 times. But have I told you about the structure of the the roof that was at the Domino's franchise that that I like? (laughs) In the 2016, there was a leak on the third floor on the right-hand corner (laughs) due to a toilet. But, you know, I'm like, dude, I can recite the entire story back to you 10 times. Do you know what I'm realising more and more? And you said this to me yesterday. People just repeat themselves. How many times do people repeat themselves? Is that because people don't listen? 
though because like people will constantly be like oh this is what i did on the uh, like i know what you did on the weekend i know what you ate you told me to, <laughs> I, know, I, I know every detail Why i just hate when people repeat themselves i say this to my mum though because sometimes my mum goes in the store and i'm like i fucking heard this yeah. i've been your daughter for like so long now do you know what i mean like how many times do you it's think like you said every this time story? we get together and we have to bring up georgia dean duke of edinburgh Okay, that no, that's just you've brought this up. You've brought this up so much <laughs> on the podcast. You're actually annoying me. Do you know what I mean? Let's not bring up Duke of Edinburgh again. Many people have brought up. You're sorry, the problem. Sorry, do you know what I mean? Just, just, when was that brought up last? No, it hasn't I'm sorry, been. I'm only just teasing. Okay. Oh, just because you don't fucking have like any conversation with your family doesn't necessarily mean you need to have. Well, you don't. Very good WhatsApping my mother almost daily. Um. Oh. Talking about Ollie the dog and making sure she doesn't overfeed him. And oh yeah, him. like mum, mum, mum. Do you know what I mean, yeah. mum? Where mom. are you? I feel like I'm mentally deranged. Um, your mum, their dog. Oh god. She fe- overfeeds the dog. She does overfeed food. the dog. Mum, if you're listening to this, don't feed the dog. Your mum's you not don't listening need to, to this. Feed the dog three times a day. And she gives it like chow mein noodles, yeah, do you know what I mean? Just like when Cardi moment. went to stay with them, yeah. Cardi had severe diarrhea to the point where she was actually like vomiting and shitting all over the house because they fed her, what was it? English breakfast tea, full English fry up, noodles with chicken, and like the yeah, me, bacon. Mia, eggs, Cardi's always had sausage. like sausage. Yeah, the amount of fat that went sausage, through Cardi. Lots of sausages, and the, the dog's obviously going to wolf it down. Yeah, and like her intestines were like screaming. Do you know what I mean? Just like, why mm. are you giving this? And anyway, Ollie's had that for how many years? The little dog. No, it's only just recently got bad, but they're both Mark, they're very, very overweight, overweight, the dogs. Yeah, like, they've both been very overweight. Yeah, I know. So they could probably do with not being fed like four times a day, but uh, yeah, yeah, and also human food, but. Mm. You know, each their own. So anyway, that's all that dilemma. But no, um, on the good news is, is uh, we have just literally launched our self-care. <laughs> you know what? Let's just take a moment. We're going to take a moment of silence to just literally... Anybody listen? No, shut up, Mark. Honestly, anybody listen to this, when Whoa. you just haven't had a break... Mm. Are you are, are you at what's end here, George? I feel like you feeling you're sounding a bit stressed out. <laughs> I am because it's like so monotonous, and I'm actually like, okay, this is actually How about being. When we a... finish, I'll let you choke me unconscious. Maybe that'll make you feel oh better. Oh my god, no, Mark. Do you not think not... that would make you feel better? Choke you? I choke someone. I'll choke you downstairs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you might like that. Yeah, fuck, he actually probably His would. His wife would definitely like that because you can see she's just. I could like, get paid to make men feel insignificant. Up, Come on, but she's she's just. She not, was the one that nicked the plants, though, so I don't trust that. the wife either. Yeah, to be married to a man like that, you have to be. Yeah, bad. you have to be deranged. Yeah, <laughs> the, I don't know what you see in that man, honestly. But you know what? I just see this so much with just men that that oh, I'm sorry. Some of you are not like this, and there I've are, got there one. There are a lot of men that are very misogynistic. Though, that no, like, the word is is the word for a lot of people. I would describe at, in the last couple of months has been obnoxious. Yeah, obnoxious. I have used that word to describe far too many people, um, including. Including my sibling, didn't I? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I just, I find it really hard for people that just live in their own world. And I think when my job has always been to help a lot of people, the same with yours, you know what I mean? Manage like a lot of people's lives. Like some people you just manage what they do in the gym and other people you're legitimately managing their day-to-day life into what they do, what they eat, what they say, how they think. Like, and Especially it gets to a point. now with our new app. 
oh, just fuck off, Mark, honestly. Where you, you have habit uh, scheduling and all these other really fun things. Mark, nobody cares if you're not a client, do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, no, and nobody's going to get access to the app unless you're a client. So let's not waffle on about features and yeah, start, like, yeah, somebody sorry, going sorry, to sorry, sleep. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, sorry, it's my podcast today. Um, it's, it's all me. Um, I don't know, but I do think it gets to a point where I just I'm I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? No, I I'm, just want I you am to talk tired. about why you think your sister's obnoxious. Oh God, let's just fucking dob everybody in. I find it. I find our sibling relationship quite challenging sometimes because we don't really speak. And I think the view on the relationship is slightly different on either side. Mm. Um, And I've always found her incredibly inherently selfish. And that's something I've always said on this. (laughs) I've always said that um, she's inherently selfish. do uh, Do you think anybody in your family takes you seriously? I don't think your family take you seriously. No, of course not. Um, I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't ask you that question. I didn't ask. I don't know. I struggle because I'm the youngest out of the whole family. Out of all of the family, actually, I'm I the youngest, barring like the great grandchildren. And if anything, like I've worked with, I have more understanding of people due to either my qualifications and my experience and my job on a day-to-day basis than any of my family would together. Yeah, but you're not answering the question. Do you think they take you seriously? Um. You'd be a very good politician just going round the question. Well, sorry, I'm just... Oh, fuck me, Mark. Is this an interview? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it is an interview. I'm, we're doing um, it. Do I think they take me seriously? No, I don't. I don't think... I, I think they, they would like to say that they would take me seriously. I think in couple, maybe in the last couple of years, certain people in my family have taken mm. me more seriously or valued it. But mm. I never think that your family are good business, like, or good clients, or good... Like, I'll mm. be honest with that. Like, they're the least ones to listen. They're the least ones to respect and value your time. Yeah, course, and yeah. I'm sorry, it's just the way it is. And I think most people, unless you're legitimately running a business as yeah. a family, yeah. like, it's really hard to manage because people yeah. are like, ah, sharp. Like, you're like, okay, yeah, it's not the fact that I haven't qualified to, in this. Yeah, health and... Uh, yeah and it's just always like you know somebody's always got one up on you in a, in a weird way and you know it's weird because we deal with so many people going through the stage of midlife do you know what I mean like a lot of our clients are midlife stage you know yes we're younger than them but my god are we experienced in 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 helping you know mm. individuals at that time of their life but I still think it's that thing I think when you get past the age of 60 as a man you're not going to listen to anybody else that's fucking certain I do see traits, and I think, you know, if you talk back to my mm. sister, my sister is, yeah, whatever she's... I think it's harder to buy in. Once you get to, like, 60, you need to have... The, the, you, uh, that, and in the, for, for that person to listen to you, you have to provide an exponential amount of buy-in for that person to actually pay attention to. I'll be honest with you, I don't think there's a big enough niche for those that are targeted as general population because, going to be honest with you, general population are the people that least give a fuck about their health. Yeah, that is very true. Um, And it's proven, do you know what Mm. I mean? Like, that's the reason why you're in that situation in the first place is because you don't either have an understanding, have never even opened your eyes up to potentially an understanding, or you don't have any interest in it. So... You know, speak to, like, it's the same. I went to see my grandma, when was it, a couple of weeks ago, who's Mm. obviously very old now, and it's really depressing to see because I think out of everybody in my family, and I'll be brutally honest, and I'm sure my mum's listening to this, like, fucking raging, she's going to WhatsApp me. 
I actually think that the relationship between me and my grandma was probably the closest out of any of all in my family because I, she just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of these things is that obviously as her as she's got older and she's become more obviously now completely dependent on care and stuff. Like the relationship has obviously faded. Like I'm not even sure she knows who I am. But it's one of those things where it's really horrible seeing somebody that you value. I don't know, like the whole way through your life, like declined so rapidly. And you kind of sat there and it was just, it was shit to see. And I just kind of said, I kind of got annoyed. I said to to my mum, I was like, why is like, I appreciate like she's, she's older now. She's had a number of fools. There's been a number of issues, but like, we've made her immobile. We have put her, like, you know what I mean? Like nobody's helping this woman. She's literally just like, You've got a bit of care a day, giving food. There's always an excuse back. And if I know I'm the the youngest of the generation of the family where nobody will listen to you, but I'm also, and put myself on a pedestal here, the most qualified to deal with this out of everybody Mm. in my family. So actually, my opinion on how we should manage grandma's health should be warranted, you know? Now, there has to be give and take, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate if you're in your 90s, you know, should we be thinking about, like, feeding you a nutritionally balanced diet and stuff like that when actually just eat the cake? Do you know what I mean? You're probably not going to be around for much longer. Enjoy it whilst it's there. Mm. But I also think that that kind of puts a lifeline on somebody if health is not addressed, you know? Like, if... I think it's very difficult to address... Um, a, a, an old person's health to the degree at which it needs to be addressed, especially if they haven't had a, had the subsequent years leading up. Yeah, to I know. I totally appreciate that. Exercise. This is, I, is you know, there's so much. Imagine the cost of you know, you would need somebody that's like a living, almost like a living physio, to to like live and care after you or uh, your grandmother or just an old person in general that you know, gets them moving their body, facilitating. Yeah, but I'll be honest, I'd rather my grandma had one carer, one full-time carer who legitimately was like, had her best interests at heart than multiple carers coming in and out, like leaving a sandwich. Like, it's horrible for grandma. I can only see it. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. I know she's got into a routine now and I know I'm like, my my parents like I'm not in a position like my parents were like, you're not in a position to fucking say any of this. I am, but you know, it's... (laughs) It, it comes to a point where, like, I appreciate the reason she is not currently in a home is because she refused. It was like she that would have been the most depressing thing for her mm. being in a home by mm. herself, mm. you know, but she's always lived by herself and she doesn't like her home currently. She tells everybody about that. She yeah. hates being there. She can mm. see that like, when she put herself into home, even though she owns it, like. It's yeah, just she not, really she's not happy. Place, even when she moved in though. She's always like, had a problem yeah. with that place. And I think it's the whole thing of like what you've known and stuff. And I think it's just, it's shit seeing like people, you mm. know, the same as I bang on about all the time. Like if you're in a position where you can look after your health and you're 55, 60 years old, maybe you're 40, you're 35 or whatever. And you are in a position where, where everybody should mainly be in a position to look after your health unless you're obviously of a slightly different cultural socioeconomic background you know you should be actually prioritizing this it's not just a fucking joke do you know mm. what i mean and i say this to the guys that get out of porsches do you know what i mean out or they can't even mm. get out of the porsche and have to upgrade to the porsche kn s sport mm. suv because they can't get out of the low sport fucking porsche because their hips physically mm. won't allow them or they can't even get mm. into the car M&S do you know how many men have told me that m s car park m s car park in hazelmere 
Fuck is enough, do you know what I mean? I want to make a, a montage of, of, of men getting out the car with, and they're like, did you I'll see be, that guy oh, at the petrol station? Oh, it was like, oh, honestly, like, <laughs> like literally. And I just thought, look, You're there like, are people oh. who I have watched, close family, friends, people, uh, health just degrade so yeah, rapidly yeah. as we have got older, as like the children now coming to And these people have, look, nobody has a fault. Like the amount of cancer that's around these days is, is vile. Mm-hmm. Like your family's been ridden in it. Mm-hmm. Our family's been ridden in it. I fucking, every person I'm around seems to be ridden in it. It's, it makes me awfully scared. Don't get me wrong. When those stats come out and you're like one in two, you're like, fuck, it's one of us. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's only a matter of time, it seems. And we know couples that are two out of two, like in the sense of both of them have mm-hmm. had it. Mm-hmm. But I'll say it again. You have no room for endless amounts of sympathy or whatever if your health is degrading and you carry on encouraging that and you've got optimal Mm. chance Mm. of trying to make yourself better and you do nothing about it i just it's it's tiring you look at somebody and go well that's a life wasted you've worked all your life i just wish everyone had the same energy as they had for vaccinations as they do for their own oh god let's not start on the vaccination no but it's just but it's a very good social experience because they were scared Guess what? They put no, scarcity, literally put they, people but then in. We should do the same. Do you know what I mean? They should show people getting their fingers and legs chopped off from diabetes and being like, if you don't fix your your health habits and like they do with smoking, where they put all the the pictures. Yeah, and now what's happened is everyone's vaping. Vaping can now be done everywhere, yeah. which means people's health is declining. And I guess you would say of... that to a certain degree is like fat shaming people because essentially it just would be fat I'm not people. talking about fat people, though. But I'm just saying like, in, you know, in, just in general, like it doesn't See, have I was to put, be... I was literally doesn't placed... doesn't have to be a, a based on body shape. It should just be based on self-care habits, essentially like alcohol consumption, cigarettes... You know, mm. doing exercise, yeah, you know, like stuff like that. People always say to us, oh, I've lost my motivation. I just don't know how to get back into the gym. I just think this shouldn't be like an on and off thing. Unfortunately, very unfortunately, like we say to each other, we are not genetically gifted to not give a fuck oh, in oh, any yeah. way, shape or form. Yeah. And right now when I do this podcast, I am starving and mm. and we are in the best shape that we possibly have ever been in. Mark, maybe not because you're in bodybuilder, right? but like that was mm. statistically unhealthy in some way yeah, or another. But... And the sacrifice we've had to do to get here is not enjoyable and it probably will phase out in a couple of months because I'm starving and I'm trying... But the reality is, is that we can't be in a position to obliterate our calorie count on a day-to-day basis, to obliterate... You know, yeah, we can have a couple of weeks on and off, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, but how many times do you roll into the gym and you're like, oh my God... I anywhere, Oh my God, I'm so pumped to go tomorrow. I'm absolutely frothing... This is the this is the conversation that happens in the car on the way to the gym. Oh, jeez, I'm I'm feel broken. Oh, yeah, I'm also broken. I'm I'm in pain. I'm not yeah. in pain. Do you know what I mean? Not in pain, but like in pain as in like DOMS or like I don't just have DOMS. General. I'm just hungry. Oh yeah, George is generally hungry. I've got a bit of DOMS. You know, get oh, I don't really want to be here. But we still do it. It's just, okay, right, it's Mark. Never, I'm sorry to say this, but of... I'm not going to relate with you there. No, like you don't sometimes have to. I'm like, I, I am tired. I don't want to get my steps in. I can't be asked to walk. I can't be asked to eat. Like, why do I have to track this? Like, what is exactly, the vibe? But, it's still but I do it. But I'm the, also just also have a realization that I'm never like you're never really dragging me to the gym. No, I'm not dragging you to the gym, but in the sense of like, like 
people, the misconception is that you have to consistently be motivated in, in quotation marks. When I'm not to say that we're not motivated to go to the gym because it's pretty autonomous, but it's not like, you know, you're absolutely frothing 10 out of 10. Sometimes you can be a six, sometimes you can be a five. Just any exercise, you're still though. There. Like, you you're know, just there, though. Do you know what I mean? You're still there. Statistically, the biggest determining factor, which, like, we see even more and more the more people we work with over the years, like, the difference, the, the biggest factor we see between those that struggle with weight management and those that can just sort of in a weird weird way effortlessly maintain their weight within maybe like a four to five kilo ratio, it honestly comes down to not them tracking their food, mm. nothing to do with that, not them going mm. to the gym, comes down to how much they actually move on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And For statistically, sure. the clients that, a lot of, I don't know, other clients, oh, how are they in shape all year round? Oh, my friends always, I'm like, stop looking at what she's eating, stop looking at what she does in the gym, stuff like that, Mm. and start realising how much your friend moves on a day-to-day basis. Not because she's doing it, you know, anally, and I've got to do this, she just moves a lot more, Mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And that is the biggest determining factor that I have seen Mm -hmm. with clients, and is to... You know, you put somebody on a step target because it's almost forced, especially with like remote working and like office jobs and stuff like that. It's fucking hard to get your steps in. But not to say that pre-pandemic, people were walking to work, they were walking everywhere, do you know what I mean? And then like everybody became just static, do you know what I mean? And as I would say, time to time, what it's done to people's health and we'll speak for like just the UK alone right now, but like worldwide, it's quite obvious. You know, it, it's just declined it rapidly, not only for a mass amounts of joint pain and limited, you know what I mean, but also weight problems, weight management. And now, as I always say, the strain on the NHS is is huge. Whilst they just fucking go and enrol like some weight loss injection and just hope that that does something for somebody. It's just, it's honestly like let's all just try and understand what happened in our lives that happened in Mm. nobody's life before. You know, anybody that was alive, whether or not you were 95, yes, you probably went through world wars, which we haven't been, thank God, Mm. maybe Mm. next. But, um, you know, the reality is, is nobody experienced being stuck in at home, do you know what I mean? Just unable to leave and being, oh, here's a vaccination, there's a virus, and it just felt like it was everywhere, and if you stepped out of the house, somebody would cough on you, and you'd get it, and it felt like a movie in a weird mm. way, but a movie that transitioned into how many years? Like, fuck. Like, and now it's Ages. cropping back up again, and I don't even want to entertain that conversation because I've just what seen is, how damaging the COVID is, virus... Is it? probably just want to get people to get their vaccinations again for the 400th time do you know what I mean get some pharma money if anybody's watched that um oh jeez go long on some Pfizer oh fuck no the um the Netflix documentary called Painkiller mm, yeah. which was actually it's based on true story but it's about the pharma mm. company that's going through the scrutiny of oxycotton's mm. like like pumping and it's honestly like it's eye opening to see I know it's obviously a Netflix program, yeah, but they I'm start sure. it with people that have like had siblings or children yeah, that have I don't been think lost. It's too far from the truth. No, absolutely not. And we work, and we know people that work for pharma companies. And it just shows you that with people's instant appeal to authority, oh, they're a doctor. They know. I'm not saying that. People no, just, I don't believe that. If I'm you're a doctor, you know what you're talking, know what talking about in any way. About, and I'll happily say do, that. I just think that 
you know, there are like every profession, good and goodens and badens. No, if you want to be um, a general practitioner, and go ahead. You're going to be generalised and everything. That's fine. Mm. We need you. Great. I'm really glad you're doing your job. I'll do it. I just like don't really want to sit in like I want to specialise in something. That would be my kind of thing. Okay. But every time I've gone to the fucking doctor, and I'm really sorry if you're listening to this and you're a doctor and you actually value. I'm not sorry, actually. All they've done is, okay, um, so what are the symptoms of that? Okay, so let me just get the book out and search up the medicine that I'm going to give you. And I'm sat there going, surely you should fucking know. Yeah. The last doctor appointment I went to, she got the book out and she's like, "Mm, can't find what the medication's called again. Really? And I was like, okay, that's a bit worrying that you don't know what you're prescribing me. You have to actually look it up. Yeah, that's, I don't know. But then I, but but like you can know all the muscles and joints and tendons inside of a body, the functioning organs, what the gut brain access is going to do and how your body's, you you can know all of that in our jobs, for example. But yeah, as a doctor, you're searching out, like surely your whole thing is prescribing medication as a GP or like helping people generally practice medicine, you know? Mm. It's not like, don't get me wrong, like Mm. there's plenty of doctors, but like I don't believe that every gynecologist is an expert in hormones in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Like, like, and, and I've seen this with clients are like oh I've been to a gynecologist they're thinking they don't think I need to go on HRT at all in fact my you know and I'm like have they done a blood test do they have, have they spoken to you about what even a hormone level is in your body like mm. how hormones work in your body or have they just done a smear test or like opened up the flaps I don't know you know like or fertility treatment everything's always pumped on fertility for women mm. but it's never pumped on actually just optimal hormone health like yeah. it's always like if I go to the doctor right now and I want mm. to get my blood done for mm. hormones, it's for fertility. Unless I spe- specify, like I want this hormone, this hormone, this hormone taken, yeah, the, the they will just give me my I don't know FSH. My it's 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 never like exactly what I want. Like, mm. What if I don't want children? I want to have optimal hormone. hormone. I don't want, want to be fertile. Get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. um, Anti fertile. No, fuck no. I don't think many people would wish that upon... It's like hands made tale, isn't it? Yeah. No, actually, that yeah, being, that being yes, said, yes, let's... Yes, it is, actually, yeah. But no, I don't, think, I don't think... It's the same as a professor. Do you think a professor knows how to fucking manage your life on a day-to-day basis or what oh, to do when you go and obliterate yourself we over a weekend? Should do one more, one more time? Well, that being said, I did come home today and I've been in London training clients. And mm. as I was driving over Putney Bridge, I was just... Mm. as Traffic's just horrible. And... I just looked around and I saw men dressed head to toe under armour, do you know what I mean? Mm. A couple of them walking along, AirPods in with a Zoe patch on their mm. arm. And, and I just looked at them. I just thought, shame just on you. Just <laughs> I just hope, you, hope you've eaten your bran muffin this morning mm. and you've processed it well to only have yeah. the most generic nutrition plan yeah. given to you. And yeah. for you to also eat some vegetables, which I'm Lots really glad it cost you £299 to be told to eat vegetables. Like... I think the whole course is about 600 bucks and he pushes you to go plant-based. Oh, no. One of my clients bought into it. This was like a year ago when she was like, oh, it's fascinating. He was the one that did all the COVID thing. Oh, mixing COVID with nutrition. That That sounds like a good combo. That's the thing is people don't don't think that that's a problem, that you can just, you know, specialize in 10 different things. Yeah, I know you can't. Like, if you're a professor yeah. in something, please stick at that and be good at it. Yeah. You can't then don't step into the realms. But guess what? Our industry yeah. makes shit tons of money. But, yeah. So, 
I've and seen nutrition a lot of is obliterated. On, on, uh, on, on him and, and Zoe, especially from the personalized nutrition standpoint, from evidence based practitioners. Yeah, but it doesn't so, stand for much when you've got like so yeah. many influences. You've got like Davina McCall telling her how amazing it was for oh, menopause for all of the midlife, midlife people. Yeah, you've got, got Stephen Bartlett, who supposedly drinks a fucking Huel drink once in the morning. Lol, okay, mate. Do you know what I mean? You've supposedly got millions of pounds. I'd be having a personalized I'm, chef, I'm not a Huel like, fucking oh, bottle. So, I was just so busy that. I just, I just was so I busy just, podcasting uh, people that I just like needed to have a drink deals. to sponsor and make and fucking millions. And then he goes on Dragon's Den and has the audacity to sit and criticise the other dragons and said, you are not a social media expert. You don't understand the realm of this. I am the expert, so you need to listen to me. Why doesn't he take that when it comes to health and nutrition where Stephen Bartlett kind of feels like he knows what he's talking about when in reality... It's just cringe. He, no, the same goes for everything. Like, I saw randomly, like, even the words calorie deficit are obliterated. And I don't agree with the words calorie deficit either, to be quite fucking honest with you. I try and avoid using that yeah, word to the much of my ability. It's the terminology that was coined in, like, I yes, don't know, the, problem the is, 1900s. Is, do you know what the prob- no, but the problem is, is calorie deficit has now been picked on, up upon by so many people, celebrities, influencers, uh, pr- practitioners, fucking everybody yeah. is on the calorie deficit, but they don't actually understand what it is, do you know what I mean? They just say, I'm in a calorie deficit. In fact, I saw that dumb idiot, what's that, um, mm. I shouldn't say that, oh, oh but she Georgia. is, um, Katie Price, you know, she Katie said, Price. she put a TikTok up. I don't follow on TikTok, but I saw it on the news. It was like Katie Price under eating. I was like, oh God, they found something on her. Anyway, she put that this is why I eat in a calorie deficit. And she was eating, she said, I eat 700 calories a day. Technically, yeah. that is a calorie deficit. Yeah, a calorie but where deficit. are the barriers with this where people are going in and like people are downloading people's apps and being put into like mass calorie deficits? Like I'm talking... 750 calories, 800 calories a day, yeah. a deficit. And then people are like, oh, but I'm in a calorie deficit. And then when it doesn't work, because you go off the rails because it's unsustainable, yeah. calorie deficit doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I just wish mm. there was just protocols in the world. The same as, I was reading the news on that, we were talking about this moment, the most horrific, that the woman that's about to be sentenced to, mm. um, she's the most, prefer- mm. what's the word? Profound. No, not profound. Prolific. (laughs) Profound is not the word. Prolific serial killer in the UK. I think she tops Myra Hindley and Ian Brady for what she did. I don't even know who those people are. Are you... You actually have no idea who Myra Hindley and Ian Brady... Ian Brady? Like, the, the... were the people that literally like killed like mass amounts of children, put them dug up and put them it's in the right. moorland. What is wrong with you, British people? Weird. That was years ago. Like Myra Hindley's Ian Brady's died in prison. It's that years ladies ago. Ladies strangling babies, Jimmy no, you, Savile. Come on. What's no strangling you babies. You haven't even looked at the story until you give your opinion and listen to what I was saying. So it's horrific these, what who they are did. These people? Imagine the, trying to have a child and you've spent like even just any not even trying to have it. giving birth to a child who Mm. might be very unfortunately either premature or have Mm. number complications Mm. or comes full time you know full term of a baby Mm. and is put in the hands of a complete sadistic murderer who pumps air insulin Mm. milk Mm. into these like one pound babies and then and then murders them in front of literally mm. the parents like the parents are probably normally in the other room or in a hospital waiting to try and Mm. And, and then you send, not only did you write to colleagues saying how desperately sad it was, mm. 
you then sent letters to the family after their funerals of these babies saying how deeply sorry you were and you carried on killing. And this girl mm. looks like, as I said to you, she looks like a girl that would have played netball at yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally, would, like... If, if that was your nurse, you'd have no... You would and this is the one... Your, when, your I'm, alarm bells wouldn't be going off. The fact she turned to... But when mums had an instinct, they had a real instinct that something was not right, you know what I mean? And she turned around and said, trust me, I'm a nurse. That has to be one of the very few women ever that has been a, a serial killer to a certain degree. Yeah, so. she's only the fourth in... in in, I don't know if it's UK history because no, Rose West, the whole world, honestly, because women like the West were murdered. She was done for like stabbing three men. I think I don't think it was women. Yeah, but I, I yeah, yeah, I didn't. It was babies, I, girls. Were I mean, like baby? It's just sadistic. Yeah, it's just in either. so many disgusting ways. Anyway, I saw somebody justifying she's gonna, it. She's gonna get. Uh, killed know, in prison you know, I hope so or she should just kill herself yeah. um, she, somebody should pump air into her fucking see how she gets on like the reality is is that this is when I guess the death sentence should be brought in because the amount of people like there's only seven that I think she's being tr- like found guilty of but there's multiple others that I think they still haven't and you know the sickening thing is is mm. not only this like oh, I don't know maybe it's because I'm not a parent but why the fuck did you support your child the whole way through that chi- trial, knowing that she'd done such horrific things? You turned up at court. Who did that? The parents, every single day of the trial, turned up. Oof. I mean, <laughs> Not a good even look. the mum, when she got arrested, said, take me, I'm the one that did it. What did you do, Sandra? Do you know what Ooh, I mean? What did you fucking do? Flag. That's fucking weird. Flag. She used to write, the girl had was like 30, supposedly... I mean, this is also news, but supposedly she had a a like for a male married doctor who was working Mm. in a similar war. And she knew that if anything went wrong with the babies, that he would be the one to call on. So she'd be able to spend more time with him, which is even more fucking sadistic. But she wrote letters like I'm like I'm evil. I've done this, but she still to this day hasn't admitted it. She's she just needs written. To get, I hope, I hope, hopefully, she gets psych, uh, psychologically evaluated because uh, psychologically fucking electrocuted. Just go away. Yeah, like I mean, people don't believe. Like why should we as taxpayers just, or anybody taxpayers be paying for those people to be in prison? I'm sorry. Mm, How about you put them in an incubator with no air, mm, just like what you fucking did to all of the babies, or you just pump yourself and just leave them there? I'm sorry, is that too... Because I've seen somebody, I've seen people justify this online. Justify what? Oh, you can't... You justify shouldn't ever... What? You shouldn't ever um, think, you know, they could be d- dealing with huge mental problems. Yeah, it's quite obvious they've got mental fucking problems and sadistic ones. And more like not mental, evil. So just because they've got... They're psychologically unhinged, we should just, you know, let them... We should feel sorry for them, essentially. Like... No, it's all fun and games I feel until like it happens to you. People. But the person that says that, oh, but we should, you know, she might have been, you know, abused when she was growing up. But she wasn't. I Suppose know, there's nothing saying, that comes out. But what happens if that person was a nurse that then, you know, pulled the plug on your granny? Do you know what I mean? Or your, or did that to your baby? Then you wouldn't necessarily be saying that, would you? You wouldn't be finding the compassion to complain about it all the time. Well, I don't know. I just think, like, oh, I know, it comes to the point where... That is absolutely just unbelievable. It's almost unbelievable to think that a sort of person would be capable of doing that to, especially babies. 
Oh no, it's it's sick. And the yeah. fact that you actually like hung around and you sent like you've done all of it's these things, so you continue to do it. They were so twisted. And I mean, I just I God, I feel for the families that have to go through it because I know there's a couple of the children that were really severely brain damaged by what she did, but they stayed alive. They effectively were still alive, but they're technically unable to like walk and talk because of what she did to them when she they were babies. Yeah. And I just think like that's imagine there was one family that paid a huge amounts of money to go abroad to get IVF because it was their last chance of having a baby and that was the baby that she murdered like it's mm. sickening mm. but she is allowed to and I know this is government rule do you know what I mean but why on earth it is because she is allowed to not turn up to sentencing they today. Be, they might be scared for her for her safety. Why the fuck are we scared for her safety? What, she gets because killed by somebody? People, wow. Yeah, the amount of people that... Um, They're not allowed into court with shit like that, especially in the UK. You're like, you're... Yeah, sure. You have to actually there was like... a very famous one of that guy who shot somebody. His, his friend molested his daughter and then he shot him point blank on television. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised, do you know what I mean? Sorry, but we should be justifying that they shouldn't die. Like, mm. do you think that, again, that people should be paying for these people to sit in jail? No, I, I hope you're I, fucking I miserable. Know. I don't, I don't... The I fact don't, is, is that I would, I mean, if I, I'm, I speak from complete hindsight, but like, I'm sure the people whose babies were so disgustingly murdered, do you know what I mean, by this woman, mm. would have wanted to face her and just let yeah, her... You I can't know, close your ears. You might not be able to look mm. at somebody, do you know what I mean, but you can't close your ears to so just tell her what mm. the fuck that she's done on repeat. Like would be enough to put somebody into a mental fuckery and then she should just just deal with herself as she should best mm. or somebody in prison should just kill her the no i'm yeah, sorry I feel like, uh, prison, like, they'll, prison they'll should be a place in, for in a time very, for in a very secluded and safe place with where nobody will, will like I don't agree with necessarily the death sentence especially in places like the US where I think there's a lot of people in the death you know death penalty who actually haven't committed the crime that they have well, and proven. it's all very you know America majority of it is racially in a, in um, a yeah it's so in yes yeah, it's, it's absolutely horrific the American system in mm. you know and so I'm not I'm not saying that we should bring back the death penalty I think that is I but I think cases, if you're proven you're guilty like these, I think there just isn't enough, uh, you know, resources for everybody going around. And unfortunately, you had your chance, you fucked up. And I just think that prison should be a time where somebody's taken away from people to think about what they've done or not, just plot loads of other things. Do you know what I mean? But not like I think if you're a murderer, if you like literally have murdered something, depending it on the context, depends on the circumstances because you could have murdered your abusive husband. You've just had enough and you've just you know chopped him with an axe yes. whilst he's sleeping. No, most of the time women would have like just stabbed their husbands yeah, in the or kitchen some or something. Kind of, uh, um, or something. Do you know what I mean? So like that to me, if there's circumstances like that, then no, one hundred percent. I'm not. For, I'm, I'm saying murder. Like if you've gone out and you're a serial killer. Yeah, I don't. Like at what like point should you be no, alive? Like you're yeah, seriously, like, no, you're no. never going to be mentally okay to be out on the street. So why are we paying you're for you going, to be? In... You're just going on a life sentence where you've got no chance of getting out until you, you know, there's no chance. So why, why should? 
the taxpayers money uh, spend their money on keeping you alive no just buy all you gotta do is or just go off to fucking Guantanamo Bay and just fucking go and do some digging somewhere three meals three meals a day you can read some books you know if if anything it actually gives people the time to be like I've really converted myself with Jesus yeah it's just a bit boring yeah so I'm really for like those that have maybe gone in for I don't know like burglary or like stuff like that like drug dealing like whatever do you know what I mean we're all trying to make a living here but look when it gets aggressive or there's murders or there's violence or evil evil is different Mm. I think if you can literally tell that somebody is genuinely evil they shouldn't be alive like what unless you're going to put them in a scientific study where you put like a cap on them and like maybe maybe that's probably one of the I don't know I just they, they have done that haven't they where they psychologically evaluate these people to to understand their, their psychological behaviour. Yeah, but I just like to think that maybe we shouldn't do that, so we don't entice any more people. I would, just, I would be I'm a bit fascinated to, just because it's so it's so out of a character of a woman to do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And to be quite like for you to be a nurse, you need to be quite intelligent. It's not like a job where you can just like walk off the street. You need to have qualifications. You need to be, you know, intelligent. Yes, you do need to. Well. <sighs> So like, what was the breaking have, point? I don't know like, what, what the step is. The in... urge? Why would? What is the urge? And then she must have enjoyed doing it. So then, like, yeah, apparently she used to get like a. It would be like a thrill from, <sighs> for, but I mean, she's never come. Like, I'm sure it will come out more as to like because I don't think she's ever. She's actually opened her wow. mouth since, literally saying like or writing that she like wow. I'm evil. I did this. That was it. And so. I mean, as the family sitting in court probably today when she's about to be sentenced, like, I would want nothing more. No, they're not going to the sentencing because they've just just realised. It's just just the parents of the... But you know what? At first, you're like, why would somebody do that? Because... And then you're like, maybe somebody, maybe she had horrific miscarriages. Maybe she was envious of people having children. Like there was all these things where you're like, maybe... And then you start to look into it and you think, I don't think there's Mm. any excuse for that. She went to like, it was all came out in the news that she went to like her, her friend and also colleague's hen party, like the, like the weekend before she decided just to murder like a baby in a hospital. Mm. Like it's all these things where you just think like, as I said, like so many people have said the same thing. It's just like, she just, mm. all of these people look really, but it's a, it's a level of authority that's abused. It's like the fact, trust me, I'm a nurse. Do you know what I mean? Abused. Do you know what I mean? The same as trust me, I'm a police officer whilst I murder you. Can you get in the car? Abuse of mm. authority. And you know, it's we again, need. It's just that our automatic assumption is those people within those roles are completely and utterly competent and of sane judgment. And I don't think there's any nurse in the UK that's ever done that. Like, you know what I mean? Nurses are people that have had a genuine interest in helping people. You know what I mean? They say, you know, they're not, especially like, it's, especially for female. Like, you know what I mean? I know men tend to have. It's it's more shocking that it's a woman than it is a man. Which is, yeah. I mean, I think that's why she managed to get away with it for so long. I honestly believe that. Do you think they? I don't know. They, if you do look you at think the, a, a, a sadistic man would be capable of killing loads of small children. Fully capable, yes. As a nurse, a male nurse, maybe. Yeah, I think men, maybe. men statistically, don't they have like? Well, you've got. 
a higher percentage chance. I think chance. they're more into like with that doctor who used to like put women out and then stick his dick in their mouth when they were <laughs> I wouldn't put it past people to like cut them open and like insert yeah. like do and there weird. was someone took a video and he did it to like like over 120 women. It's just like he used to dip his. Oh. I think it was in Brazil. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, I mean, that was probably something like trafficking organs get or your something. BBA, what is it? BBL. BBL. No, BBL. Brazilian bum lift. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that's just that is the worst operation going around right now. You know what's also just that just fat in your arm. Yeah, but it's fat that normally, which is actually really. Where do they get the fat from? Well, you know when you take the fat out of your body, it's like it's like still injecting a foreign object, no matter whether or not it's in your yours or not. They effectively take. A, like normally abdominal fat or like upper mm. thigh fat and mm. they inject it out and they'll inject it back into your ass or it's oh. like filler like it's like li- it's filler it's like a variation of filler because it's like long goes the days where there's actual implants now yeah. like it's like fit like people don't yeah. stick an implant in because you can legitimately see like the out mm. <laughs> the outset of, a, of a, an implant like boobs do you know what I mean mm. like you could vaguely see that they're fucking upright the same mm. with um <laughs> There's nothing right with. There's nothing wrong with upright tits. Do you know what I mean, we all need them. Um, it's not. It's no benefit than to have them down your hips. Do you know what I mean, there really isn't. Might as well just get rid of them if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there's this whole thing since the Barbie movie that's come out. Mm-hmm. On we should go and watch it. I want to go and see it. Oh, I'm not going to go into the cinema after Thank you took me to Oppenheimer. Uh, it was very. It's very uh, original and entertaining. Okay, are you just listening to reviews or are you making your own assumptions here? I'm listening to reviews. Reviews, exactly. So I'm sure you'd really love to watch Barbie, Mark. I'm sure it's one of the films that you've been pumped to see. No, I just apparently it's quite, it's got a, a original storyline. So. Yeah, okay, but is it any is it any like better than Oppenheimer, you know, where Oppenheimer we both fell asleep so in it? Dead. I honestly... The deadest movie. I was so disappointed because I love him in Peaky Blinders. Yeah, he's like my ultimate Thomas Sheldon. He's just gone from one disappointment to another. Because the ending of Peaky Blinders was so disappointing. Uh, yeah, but it's because... Oh, what was her name? The one that I absolutely love um, passed away. Um, no, yeah, the, the mum. The mum. Oh, my God, what's her name in real life? Uh I Oh, it's going to annoy me. Anyway, um, that th- I think it was because she passed away and I think it all became... Yeah, she was quite yeah. quiet about her cancer yeah, situation. Well, I think so. she passed away and people were like, I think we need to end this series like now. Um, yeah, it seemed, it, uh, that's a very good assumption because it seemed very rushed. They could have played the story out way better than, than what they did. <laughs> How obnoxious like... you sound. I just... You know what? Somebody's going to die from cancer, yeah. and I, I just wish they could have just like at least made the fucking last no, episode. No, 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 no. But like they, 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 they had the, you know, the guy from America who was supposedly meant to be doing bits, and and all of a sudden, just in one episode or half an episode, it was over. I think hands down, Peaky Blinders and Prison Break are like. The ultimate series, like, like that I've... peak Peaky Blinders, was when the the mob came, and then that's when one of the brothers got shot, and him and the Italian mob were going backwards and forwards. Okay, if people haven't watched this. Nobody like knows if what you you're talking about. If you haven't watched Peaky Blinders, it's been like ten years. Come on. 
Okay, maybe people don't have time, do you know what I mean? Sure, too busy sorry, being obnoxious. Too busy on the grind. On uh, <laughs> but that being said, like, you know, we got, like, anyway, baby Botox. This is a new thing that, not baby Botox, Barbie Botox. Like, I'm all for for whatever the fuck you want to do. Nice. Just keep it. Just... What's Barbie Botox? Well, why don't you let me speak and then we're going to out. Not that you've not let me speak the whole of the podcast. Um, the... Technically, it's Botox for your upper traps, which means it smooths it. <laughs> I know, crazy. So it relaxes the muscles, so then you have this sleek, long, elongated neck. Yeah, awful. How about just and people have I've seen having done rotated this? You're One of my old clients was having it done the other day. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, okay wonderful. rotation at the pectoral because your pectoral muscles are. You know, and your scapulas are winged and completely <laughs> out of... The, we're just going to inject your traps with Botox. I think that particular client a, wouldn't even know what scapula is. She probably thought it was a like a new like Fendi handbag. It's um, just hilarious that people would just assume that injecting your traps with Botox would give you a long neck. Like, how ridiculous... Well, it relaxes it and people are like, I just feel so elongated. And it's a whole trend that's going on oh, right okay. now. But your your scapula is jutting out the back of your jumper. <laughs> you can flap yourself across South As London. I said, these people, like, genuinely don't even know what a scapula is. They probably think it's a new handbag no, I brand. Get it. Yeah, exactly. like, I mean, oh, have you heard of your hamstring? Have you heard of hamstring? Oh, my God. God, oh yeah, hamstring, God. new leather I goods. Kylie Jenner was wearing. Yeah, it. <laughs> I think hamstring is what Kylie Jenner's got the top oh. of. Like, trust me, like literally, I just yeah, I kind of I get it, but I'm also just like I I understand. Yeah, hideous though. What is I the world coming to? But I think it's it's one of these things. The same is it, like it's minimal buy-in. It just re- requires you to go there, lie down, get injected, pat you on the back, off you go. Look, I can't. I'm not going to say then, anything. I I think baby Botox, Botox, no, whatever the fuck you want to do, do but it. Just but just ex- don't go and encourage no, other Botox people. Botox in your face is different in the sense that you are eliminating movement, which creates contouring and texture in your face which then turns into, you know, lines and so on, which I under, I fully appreciate that. Do you appreciate you've got enough lines? Do you yeah, appreciate it? I've got loads it? of lines. Um, <laughs> but like injecting your traps, like how, like just... Yeah, ex- look, but it's the same as injecting your jaw when you've got, like when you eat your jaw, like when you... I know, ch- but your trap is such a massive muscle. Like how is one small, you know, you're talking about of a 28 gauge insulin needle. How is that going to have any impact on your posture? No, it's not. It's just going to be temporary, just like Placebo. freezing something. It's the yeah, same as getting okay. like a cortisol no, injection. It, but like, honestly. Cortisol is... injection did what for you, Mark? Nothing. Nothing. Made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> Why? A cortisol injection my, legitimately. My, my posture and my anterior pelvic tilt was horrific. So I had cortisone injections in my shoulder and guess what? It didn't happen. didn't do anything because my, my scapula and my arms were... We'll call a new like shoe a brand APT. No, I need to qualify in, in Botox so I can go around injecting women in arbitrary places and saying that it's going to work. You sound like that man that fucking videoed women whilst he stuck his dick in them on a no, surgery No, be table. like, I'll give you an, a Botox injection in your calf because it will make you taller. I don't know. <laughs> so that's as dumb as injecting your traps, honestly. Like, I'll inject your bicep to... I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, but like, that being said, that there are a lot of people, like, our neighbour said to us the other day, oh, I've had my Botox done. She's like, you should, you should definitely use this girl. And I was like, okay, like, 
obviously like what just oh who is she do you know what I mean oh she's a gypsy do you know what I mean I've got nothing against gypsies whatever do you know what I mean yeah, like, especially after watching uh, Tyson Fury's <laughs> wife Mark. Tyson yeah. Fury's wife is a she godsend deserves, literally she deserves a medal she deserves a medal yeah. yeah and you know what I am not against the traveller lifestyle as long as it does I've got no I've got no opinion over it keep doing you, do you I know would know rather I mean? be friends with gypsies than against gypsies put it that way yeah I'd rather be friends with gypsies rather than like I don't They've, know. they're a very fascinating subculture especially ne- I'd never knew gypsies I'd like like I didn't even know gypsies existed until I moved to the UK yeah with you've got different types haven't you because you've got like the ones that come that well, are like traditional like English Irish Irish, Irish traveler yeah you know I don't uh, think yeah, like so Irish travellers. It's not a weird, but it's like their their morals and values in, in are placed very strategically in certain areas. Yeah, it is I a bit weird like, actually. The morals of it, I'm like, wait, yeah, that doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah, it's very. It's some of it seems completely contradictory, and then some of it seems very like. Like we won't lie. Correct. Like most, of the, there are like majority of the drug trade, gangster mob. Like there is a lot of tie-in with travellers. Like they're like the, some of the most wanted men in the world. Like, yeah. um, like by FBI and like CIA and all of these people because they are and always are in business. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they always they also, find their way. Like horse racing, gambling. Yeah. Uh, drugs boxing, like street boxing fights. street fighting yeah but anyway like I, I don't think we can really compare like I think Paris I think the Tyson Fury thing like actually was just quite a, it's a bit of reality TV show isn't it um, I thought Paris Fury came across amazing yeah, I think they all did and I think their kids did as well like compared to the fact yeah. that like I thought the kids would maybe not come across like that um, but no I mean I think she, anyway I think if the, you have six kids you, you're guaranteed chaos i think she's got seven now since then yeah you're guaranteed chaos i don't think it's like it would be like herding cats you can't you you're not going to get all of them sat down disciplines you know super quiet but then again like they seem to have like quite a good like ongoings and because i think paris fury like she like does everything she's like the mum of the house does all the washing she she doesn't want to she doesn't want to spoil them like she even though they've got shit tons of money the furies like they it's really obvious that she's very down to earth in the way that you know things that they could have and enjoy Mm. but like she's like adamant that that doesn't teach her children everything if yeah. They get it, which I think is quite nice to see, yeah. seeing as like a reality TV show like that with the Kardashians would be like Kylie Jenner getting like a Bugatti at age like fucking 16 for passing her driving test, you know? Yeah, very, um, yeah, different levels. Um, but I no, think. in general, anyway, so this, but, and she said to me, oh, um, I paid 90 pounds for three areas of Botox. And I was like, oh my, I was like, are you sh- <laughs> Are you sure that's legal? Like, literally, because I was yeah. like, because if I'm not mistaken, like, and she came to the house to do it, I was like, if you, like, have Botox, like, Botox is really, like, the actual Botox is really hard to, like, access anywhere. That's why you have yeah, to be, like, an aesthetics, like, yeah. nurse or, or doctor. doctor or pres- to be able to actually get the prescription for it. Mm. And um, I was like, that must have been, like, either fallen off the back of a truck to charge ninety pounds three areas to put into context, one area would probably usually be about one hundred and fifty. Yeah, it's very... like that's like that's like yeah. Anyway, I was like, are you absolutely certain mm. you know what she's just injected? Well, she's got like bruises all over her forehead, cement. like literally, yeah, probably cement. Anyway, each their own. Um, 
I would imagine that it would be very easy to obtain uh, Botox on the black market or a... I would not want to put generic, that into my face, though. Or a generic variation of Botox. Because Botox yeah, like is a watered, just a brand, like, isn't it? There was... Yeah, it's, it is just... Well, it is just a brand. I think there's a couple of brands. There's like... But you can... I think you can tell, like, you can definitely tell when you've been injected with Botox versus, like... I don't know, I like a shit. I'd love to have been the person to invent Botox. Well, I don't even know. Maybe it was a... I don't know if it was somebody that was actually, like, somebody invented Botox. Because you say, oh, watched, Jesus uh, Christ. we watched a program on the person that invented Botox. Did we? I think so. No, I don't think that's correct, because... Oh, no, it was on... It was... Um, the pharma company that created Botox was uh, caught by the SEC uh, f- fudging their books. And it was a program on corporate greed where a woman who was in a hedge fund did due diligence on the company and then shorted it so that um, oh, that's interesting. got it to... Uh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you end it? Yeah, something. <laughs> it's quite boring. It doesn't really matter. You're like that. Okay, I'm bored of myself yeah, now. Yeah, halfway through the sentence, I was like, I'm over. I do think there's about, just about time that like just everywhere that there's more repercussions for people's actions, whether that's like... A comment from people murdering somebody, doing something that's upset somebody, telling your friend they're a bitch. I don't know, all these things. I just think there's not enough repercussions in the world. Like, I just think that, like, the only the worst, like, or the very select few mm. actually get, like, per- like, what's the word? Is it persecuted? Like, persecuted, to act. Yeah, yeah like, to actually be, like, I don't know, it's the same with social media hate. Like, telling somebody yeah. to, like, kill themselves or, like, well, did you see that um, for for you to have a verified account on Twitter, you need to now send photographic evidence of your face? Yeah, well, it's the same as on Instagram now. If you want to be like meta verified or have any kind of doing yeah. like you, which is a, a step closer, I think. Because uh, everybody has, their, I don't know, their faces. I mean, there's there's arguments for and against, and I'm sure everyone's got their own unique circumstances. But generally, if you think of the vast majority, if you had a face, you could put a face to the name, then people going out of their way and telling people to go and kill themselves on social media would probably die down a little bit. Yeah, I just like... Because then you could report them and they'd be like, oh, we actually know who this person is. Well, do you honestly think, like, I think, yeah, okay, cool. When you go and contact customer service at Instagram and you get an AI robot replying to you, hello, is any of this related to your, and you know what I mean? And and I I don't think. But it's only a matter of time until that AI robot is so sufficient a customer service that it will actually be really good. Yeah, I've got, I'm dealing with them at the moment. Like when I was dealing with stuff the other day for something, I was like this, I know this is not a fucking human, but yeah. you sound like a fucking human. Like, yeah. But it's just, it's how quickly they can pump an answer out that gives it away, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. that can type that quickly. Yeah. Even if you had learnt shorthand at fucking business school or like touch typing. Um, but no, I do think it's a bit worrying though that I just don't know. I don't like. It's really weird. Running an online business is something like luck. Like luckily. Do you know want to? Do you want to know something really scary? I don't know. Do you want to talk up? Because you sound like you're mumbling. Twenty fifteen was ten almost ten years ago. It's not ten years ago though. It was eight. So I'm why are we fucking talking almost, in hindsight? I'm just saying it's really quite, quite startling that twenty fifteen was just only it was ten almost ten years ago. 
Yeah, well, thank you for that really insightful mathematical equation that you've just worked It feels worked like out. it was just a few days ago, to be honest. Does it? Yeah, kind of. Kind of? You can't even remember what you did last week. 2015 was when we met. Was it? Yeah, eight years ago. Oh, God. Anyway. Oh, how much has changed? Um, <laughs> you still irritate me on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, um, Mark's still putting things in the dishwasher that don't go in the dishwasher. Yep. Um, and, yeah. And I'm still washing things that I shouldn't be washing, ruining all George's nice things. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a tiresome battle, but I manage to keep it up every single day. It's a tiresome battle being irritating, yeah, is it? Yeah, I know. I've really got to go out of my way to irritate you sometimes, but it needs to be done. Yeah, I just put that on top of just like having to do it. But I mean, I guess like going back to it, so it's lucky. It's so it's lucky that we don't have to deal with like hundreds and like thousands of people in the sense of an actual direct business. Like our Mm. business is more premium on the element that we only deal with like a bespoke amount of clients that like need to be paved through Mm. and obviously our client retention is really quite high so it's one of those things where luckily because I'll be honest I think the online world I fucking hate it I'm sorry I really do (laughs) like I I, I'm drained by it at the moment I just I'm so drained I just don't necessarily like online acquisition of you know um when people finish their training programs and we shake hands and go different ways, we obviously need to br- bring in new people. We don't finish a the, training uh, program, Mark. Tra- you know what Fuck I mean. Fuck me, we only I, give somebody a training program. We literally change the their life. Okay, sorry, them. I'm sorry for using that exact words. You know yes, what you I mean. should be because you sound Once like... Once we've you've... given them a body transformation, then the acquisition of people is on online is what I struggle with. Quite, yeah. I quite like the online, like in terms of online coaching, like you can do a more effective a job to a certain degree yeah. than, than personal training in some aspects. Yeah, but I don't, I don't really classify myself as I'm not a personal trainer. Do no, I mean? but, I'm just, but that's the reality. If you had to compare those two or any other type of. I mean, the reality is, is that like, you know, having, you know, we, I think we would, would quite like, like, uh, we've obviously got ideas and like potential things that could potentially happen in the next few years um, to develop something that's more like in person. But again, I'll never be opening up a gym like ever. I've got no interest in that. I've got no no interest in being a PT because I'm not a PT. I literally do far more than that for so many people and are qualified to do so. So ours would always be like a lifestyle clinic if it was going to open. But I do think like Mm. the online thing I do get drained by. We get most drained by the people that don't buy from us. (laughs) There's the honesty. We do. We get endless amounts of, of... Full of honesty for you today. I'm sorry, but yeah. like, not not everybody. Like, I'm, I. The end of the day, I'm a professional in what my job is. I don't feel like I should be pushed, even though I am a coach. I should be still known the same as you for what we know and how we help people, rather than what the fuck I'm doing on my day to day life. You know, that's the bit that drains me the most. I just mm. don't feel the need. I don't feel obligated, and I just don't fucking want to share my whole life with people. I have nothing I want to say. It's all fucking fake. If somebody can pump out on a day to day basis, I'm talking like consistently. That's not just the same thing. Like you mm. know, that it's all 
fucking a load of bullshit because there's no way that like life can change that dramatically on a day-to-day mm. basis mm. or things and it's just like this dire need for like excess content excess project and it's so draining you know you just think fuck i just want to do my job do you know what i mean and mm. half of this you feel like is this your job oh wait it now is no like, no i know it's it's one of those things where you gotta it's a give and a take isn't it people are so fascinated the other day we put somebody asked us a question about like how do you lose like 70 kilos in weight and like we put our opinion in the sense of like a professional one Mm. and then we put like a personal opinion coming from like experience was Mm. based off of my own journey yeah and like it was actually insane how many people First of didn't like know. Though, isn't it? No, but people that didn't know, do you know what mm. I mean, that I'd done that. And oh, second yeah. of all, how many people were like just so amazed. And I was like, I could, and I have always been able to, and I've been given multiple opportunities to do this, sell mm. myself as a business, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's legitimately, I've been offered a lot of money to do so as well. Mm. I just have no dire need. Like, just because it worked for me, it does not mean it's going to work for you, because what I had to go through was. A lot, do you know what mm. I mean? A huge amount. Mm. And I think we've also, there's definitely just the same as I'm never going to be like a mathematical whiz and mm. be able to look and manage stocks and fucking be an investment banker or any of that hedge fund thing. I'm not good at that, do you know what I mean? The same as I'm not good at fucking plumbing or electrics or whatever. I just, I don't, I just feel like I don't, I don't need to like only be I don't know it it just comes across like it's a very generic way of like selling yourself do you know what I mean like a lot of these people in businesses who are themselves Mm -hmm. fall foot at some point because they either have to be carry on being the influencer for themselves do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. or like they are the brand and then there's like no ability to like ever step away or ever be valued the same without it Mm -hmm. and like because just because like I'm not a whiz at maths and somebody else is the same with like losing weight the same as like transforming your body the same as all of that sometimes you're just not going to be successful and I'm not very successful in some things in my life do you know what I mean the same as you're probably not very successful in some things in your life we're very successful in some elements but we're not successful all fucking round you know and I think it's just sometimes people say how did you do this I'm like well Fuck, I mean, it's my life, do you know what I mean? Not only did I transition it to be my complete and utter life, Mm. like, sometimes people are not going to have the same motivation, the same driving factors, the same will, the same fucking ability as you you have, and vice versa. They probably have more to offer on certain elements than what I can, you know? Mm. And I do think sometimes we look at success rates of people and we're like, oh, that can be us. And I just think, no, it can't. Sorry, yeah. no, it can't. Yeah, like, but that's a realistic way of looking at it. Because, like, we can't all be super successful, fucking no. loaded, swanning around. Otherwise, doing... we all would be, though, wouldn't we? Like, how many people do you think are trying to be influencers and struggling? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But yet they watch and, like, admire those that make, like, millions and, like, have done it. It's like, yeah, because they're literally the 0.01% mm. that are successful. That doesn't mean that, like, you can also mimic that. But it is exhausting, like, you know, having to be. To be like a like a personality. Like yeah. I struggle with it, even with our work one. I'm just drained. Like not interested. Do you know what I mean? I'm just interested in like how can we help you? Do you know what I mean? That's literally it. <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, but I guess, the, and and I appreciate, and I agree, I agree with you 100%, I guess. People by the, people, but... The draining part is the consistent requirement to just consistently market your business on a consistent basis. Yeah, something yeah. that just like... But that that's done in so many different ways. Like that yeah. could be like you know there's so many ways to marketing it could be like content or it could be social proof or it could be an email or it could be mm. just being there or it could be just answering somebody's mm. question or the thing to... is like if you could uh, let let me friends uh, put a question to you if you could uh, obtain your clients elsewhere that's not social media would you even use social media no i said this the other day if social media was deleted i wouldn't miss anybody nobody None. No, no, but I'm saying if you're not if you're not going to obtain clients using it, then would you utilize it for personal use or business use, just out of the sheer uh, personal use, like, but not like when I was like on holiday. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Here's me. Do you know what I mean? Not like on a day to day basis. No. Why do people post feel the urge to post pictures on holiday and not every single day when they're because it's the time they've made memories. And let's be honest, real life doesn't really have that many memories, does it? It just has to just monotony of doing the same thing every but day. That is real life. I don't right? need to highlight me doing the same thing every day because it will make me go mentally insane. It's like people never post and then all of a sudden, holiday. No, like, oh, like probably recent photos. <laughs> me on my birthday. Me with my dad. Strut them in. Me oh. with my grandma. Me with, you know what I mean? Like th that's not for anybody to like be like, oh my God, wow, Georgia. It's just, it's my memories. It's just yeah. like, in fact, anything, if you look to my social media, be like, she looks really happy. Fuck yeah. off. Like, literally, like, literally, I do look like a really, like, positive. <laughs> to say I'm just being pessimistic. But no, I don't feel the need to show my life to people. Yeah. I never have. I've always utilised social media. My sister's always been an influence. She's always dated people of some relevance, of some degree. I think that's probably where I was first brought into it, to be honest with you. Mm. And then obviously... Yeah, like you went through phases of posting a nice beach picture or lunch, do you know what I mean? A thirst trap, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Get all the boys. DMs, having a wank, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, that was about it. But I don't see the need. Like, you know, we have to post content probably on our page a minimum, a minimum of about four times a week, sometimes more. Mm. Like, yeah, it's just getting attention, isn't it? That's all it does, is mm -hmm. it just stimulates the brain for people to not, to not forget you. Yeah. Like, and as a business, that just has to run, you know? Yep. But do I think that with a personalised coaching business, that, like, our kind of business is something that people jump on within a second? No. You no. need to understand who you're working with, what they have to offer, how this programme's going to help you, mm. all of these things that, like you need to understand the person because if you're investing into this, because we're not cheap, we're not cheap buy-in, like, you know, if you're going to invest into your health in somewhere or another, it's the same as you going to a BBL lift, you do your fucking research, do you know what I mean? And exactly. understand whether this person's right for mm. you. Don't go off whether they've got a great personality or not. Go off of whether this person can help you, you know? And yes, personality does help, you mm. know, having a good relationship with clients is perfect, mm. but, you know, at the end of the day, like, I've got a job to do. You know, my job is something that has to be achieved. Mm. Otherwise, I'm not happy. Do you know what I mean? Because there was something very interesting. We were listening to, like, a business mentor the, a few, when was it, months ago, months and months ago, we listened to, like, a YouTube thing. He was like, nobody... <laughs> 
anybody that says that, which is actually very interesting, mm. anybody that says they're passionate about their job is lying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, people work to make money. They don't mm. work for any other reason. You can like your job and you can like mm. the elements that you do in your job. Like, I love helping people. Mm-hmm. But like, would we on a day-to-day basis be posting on social media, be doing all of this, be doing all of that? No. If I didn't have a business that ran, no. no. Like, That's what because... Jamie, Jamie Dimon said, that the CEO of uh, uh, JP Morgan, never work for a person who sees work as their top priority. It's true though. And I'm starting to become to this point because we've run ourselves into the ground so many times in our career, like so many times where... Yeah, we could be grateful for it in a, in a way, but I actually think it's come down to a huge amount of hard work. So it's not just we swanned into the world and this came, you know. But I, I don't know, like, I kind of a, a agree that you shouldn't really be, like, if you run yourself into the ground continually, t- you know, you're not going to be able, you pour from an empty cup. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to do your job mm. as effectively. And... Sorry, I'm sure if you asked yourself the question right now, why are you at work right now listening to this? Do you know what I mean? Or why are you listening to this whilst at work? Is it to have a bit of a fucking break from work? Is it to, you know what I mean, to realise that actually we're all working for a living? If you can make it as enjoyable, and that's why you work for yourself, and you mm. a business where you have formed that business, so you have a underlying need or want to run a business like that, mm. that's very different. But to be like obsessed with your job where you don't mm. ever want a fucking break, that's abnormal, I'm yeah, sorry. Abnormal. And I can assure you, if you're listening to this right now, you can look at your own job mm. and you probably say exactly the same. Mm. That does not mean that you aren't fucking good at your job. You don't know what, you know, that you can literally do your job yeah, with eyes closed and you're amazing. Do you know what I mean? That's not belittling that. Mm. Just means that you've actually got a sight life aside it mm. and you know to get that balance with an online job has been one of the hardest things for us i don't no, think we've even found no, the balance yeah far away from it we are we're completely far away from it and it needs to, mm. it needs work like because mm. you know we have multiple people we have to manage on a day-to-day basis and sometimes you know there are days just the same as maybe i'll talk for myself many of my female clients have days or weeks mm. in the month where you just think please like i just want to just go into a forest and scream do you know what mm. i mean mm. it's the same for everybody else and we mm. all have problems mm. you know and do you share your problems on a day-to-day basis or do you keep them to yourself and that's exactly how we see our business you know why should we highlight why should a business highlight all the back-end scenes the problems of this why what to go and put a load of problems onto other people we're here to help you in my favorite one is when somebody's app has crashed and they and they send like a picture of them crying they're like i'm sorry the app is crying i've seen so many people crying i just think come on do you know what i mean I'm, i saw a girl justify the other day like you know you don't receive death threats you don't think I was like, no, no, no I don't, because I don't, don't post myself as yeah. vividly online as yeah, you do. But, that, yeah, that's, but that's, again, and that's also something that should be highlighted. And also, you are also in a world, you know, we've talked about this before with the grocery shopping that we used to do. Where I used to get like people saying to me like, that's enough food for people. How mm. much money do you fucking spend? Like all of this. And I just thought, oh my God, you are just trying to help people with some nutritional education yeah, on what protein is, do you know what I mean, and how to get it. Karen. Yeah, and okay, Karen, I'm so sorry, you can't afford this. But then I actually had to be like, so sorry, you 
clearly we're in a cost of living crisis. I can't photograph my fridge. There was also no context. Like we don't eat out. So if somebody would spend... Don't drink alcohol. Don't smoke cigarettes. 80 pounds on a a shop. Don't have kids. You know, it's... You know, three takeaways a week, which amounts to double the money, to double the cost. No, I, you know, sometimes I, you can't even be asked to no. just provide context. You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> or just delete it. Or just block just delete, block, move on. I don't no, have energy. Why do I have energy no. in my business? If you're interested in our business and what we have to offer you, then you'll just enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? If you don't, just go away. And that's fine. As we've transitioned to business, people have gone away. That's perfect. You just don't fit the realms. Do you know what I mean? You don't fit the realms. And I don't need you if you don't fit the realms. What am I going to just try and... It's like... It's almost like you're 15 years old trying to breastfeed your mum. Do you know what I mean? There comes a point where the latch of the tit is not fucking mm. happening. It's fine. Yeah. We've all moved on. No offence. It's when people like, <laughs> we uploaded, which is so unlike us, but just a bit of a fucking joke. We were both doing tricep dips. No, we were doing dips on the, like a chin, like what's it? Oh, fuck dip me. Dip, on a dip bar. And we thought it would be funny to just do like, which me and Mark are the opposite of. And if you actually know us, you'd fucking get it. And that's why we were like, is this fucking too much or not? We uploaded a photo where we kissed as we went down a dip. And it's because I'm strong enough to do one. And so is Mark, sorry. Um, more than just one as well. Yeah. And somebody messaged us going, unfollow with a vomit face. Yeah. I was like, thanks so much for fucking your departure. Yeah. Like, I literally didn't even care. It looks like you've got the same Automatic relationship with your reaction, BMW in your yeah. profile, but Automatic I didn't attack reaction. you. This is not a bus station. You don't have to announce your departure. Can you just fuck off, please? But I didn't, really is, don't care. And you know what? This is, is all AI-driven anyway. Like, what? how your following works. Don't think that all of these it's, people are genuine. Yeah. Fuck me. There's so I mean? many times that you just want to be unprofessional. Yeah, we've learned that though. But you have to be courteous and compassionate. What? Compassionate? I'm not compassionate yeah. about anything. Compassion is not the right. Courteous and quiet. <laughs> or just delete, move on and block. Or you just say no. Do you know what I mean? The I'm same was like the right. other day we were in a situation with like business thing. I just said to like I said to Mark, like, what we respond is literally one yeah, sentence. Just no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like literally. It's no, that doesn't work. Goodbye. Yeah, like, it's not even, exactly oh, because, and oh, this. No. And we spend our, we've spend we spent a lot no. of our time because of the type of characters that we are justifying shit the whole time. Like, our whole life throughout COVID was justifying why we should be paid to being professionals in our industry or why we did certain things. And we got scrutinised for no reason, even though all we were doing was trying to help people. Mm. And I just was just like... Why are we, like, if you we are... We always go above and beyond, though. How many times have we written uh, business plans and we've done postural presentations for high net worth clients and gone so far and beyond? Everyone just looks at us like we are, like, aliens. Well, yeah, but... Do you know what I mean? I mean, we I... We always go so far and, like, sit down and try and do our best and, and it's just... It just never seems to. People just don't take it seriously. That just, it, and I don't think that that's. I think that's the only way you can. We've worked with clients like that as well. Why well, I just think, but Jesus only Christ, you've only got you in. and yourself. But like you said, like you, we were discussing the other day, the vast majority. If you go into a, a private gym or a gym that's not a boot, uh, a chain, 
the chances are it is run by an individual who's being bankrolled by a client. It's like Worse. a 99% chance. Because just and like... the only people that are going to buy and will be happily to give you money because they see the value, value. Yeah. and they see the, the benefit of it are clients that have gone through the process with you on a consistent basis. Yeah, for any money that's been like, hey, can I give you this? Do you know what I mean? It's because yeah. they're a client. And it's exactly the, the issue that we face in, yeah. in in trying to sell a vision to somebody that's not yeah. like a practical tool. Like, yeah. the reality is you've not experienced it, you wouldn't understand. It felt the same experience as when I was trying to, like, Georgia was like, please don't. But I, I thought better of myself, trying to explain to a commercial real estate agent in Cape Town... <laughs> the vision that we were trying to to create and it was like transporting back in time and showing a neanderthal an iphone and yeah like trying to show them oh you you can you know airdrop and they're just like what that's how i felt and i was getting deja vu when we were doing this whole business thing we were like this is what we're thinking this is and do you know how many times yeah. I repeated myself to this guy yeah. in the eyes? I was like this, yeah. you, I just I don't, don't see that you no, understand what I'm saying. Understand. Like, and, and when I say and that I'm yeah. pedantic, Mark it's... has to live with it on a day-to-day basis. But when it comes to the same as what I would like and I hope that clients that retain with us for a long would also see it, you know, the amount of effort and refinements and, you know, just counts mm. on a day-to-day basis we always try and be better our business has not stopped improving since we formed it and we don't sit there and go oh it will just make do do you know what i mean we're like no like we don't like this it's fucking annoying us it needs to change everything needs to always and you know sometimes it works in your favor other times it doesn't but just trying to reiterate to people like the standard that i want and i envision and how much money is going to be needed to get to that position and and being to somebody like this is our business on the fucking line if we do this. What do you not understand? Like, do I need to spell it out? Just because you've got millions in the bank doesn't mean that you're any more intelligent than what I am. I'm sorry. Like, you know, and and I, I've, start, I've learned this a lot. Just because you have millions in the bank, it could have come from family. It could have come from a, a once-off business deal. It could have come from years of hard work. The reality is it doesn't put you above yeah, somebody. You, you're not the professional. Yeah. And you know, a lot of the time, that's why you go into business with family, because like family invest in things. Like my dad's side of the family, like all of my cousins, like my cousins, my auntie, like my, mm. you know, they're all in business and my fucking God, do they do well. Do you know what I mean? They're all in the same chain of business. They all help each other. And because of that, working together and everybody's on the same page, don't get me mm. wrong, I'm sure families do snake each other out on countless times oh yeah um, without a doubt but i'm guessing the if you the some of the only people you can potentially trust, trust yeah family. when it comes to it and so you know with us like you know we're not the sort of type to be like oh hi can you just like invest in an app we don't see them the value of somebody doing that for us we see the value of ourselves creating it and paying for it <laughs> and doing it because it helps our coaching clients and our coaching business mm. we don't see the requirements you know, the biggest thing that I've ever dealt with in the past couple of years has been the fact that my sister has a very large, well, soon to be, I don't fucking know. She started up a technically artificial intelligence. Um, it's it's like Reddit combination with ChatGPT, but for women talking about gossip sharing and stuff like that. It's very cool if that's what you're into. Um, quite American based, I will say, in the sense of the market. And it's doing really, really well at the moment. But she obviously, like most companies in New York or whatever, they 
come up with the idea. They know the people because it's all a very who knows who what and Emma knows everybody. And they start running for capital so that it's off somebody else's bankroll, not their own, you know, so that they can create the level of tech needed. Now, in average, you know, on average, a software developer, for example, gets paid sometimes between 150 to 600k a year okay so then you need a team of maybe 12 of those like as a star you know or maybe less you need a lot of money behind you and also to pay your salary and to pay all the rest of it the hardest thing that i faced with my family when my sister started my dad's a finance guy but you know was my sister ran for investment and we never have we've been offered investment by clients multiple times you know never felt right, never knew what the fuck this was going to do for us. Like, are we just going to open up a space? What is this? Like, we don't see the vision, so we're not going to take it. It was the fact of like, whenever there was an idea, it was like, well, you know, are you going to run for capital? Are you going to, you know, what's the investment? Who's going to invest in this? And I was like, our business is not that investable type unless you are entwined with it. You know, the same as what you say, like a client invests because they're invested in the journey. It's exactly the same as somebody how views their health. It's not an immediate thing for a v, like a venture capitalist to come in and say, here's two million, three million, four million quid, because we're dealing with such a small market. They're like, okay, well, what's there to invest in here? Mm. Nothing. It's a great market for us. It's a great business for us. Is it a great business for anybody else to have a part of? No, mm. because we do it for ourselves because we are the coaches. That's what we do on a day-to-day basis is coach people. That's what we love doing. And so we're never going to take ourselves to be a CEO, which is running the business, but is not the coach, because that's not what we enjoy, you know? And we've had so many arguments about this, just about whether it's right, whether it's wrong, you know, should we be looking at franchising this? Should we be doing this? Should we be looking at getting people below us who we train up? And at the end of the day, they're taking our job away, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Which we actually thoroughly enjoy. It keeps us sane as coaching people. What doesn't keep us sane is the 80% of fucking admin and all the rest that goes on with it. That's what a CEO's got to deal with. You know what I mean? Mm, And so unless you've got a brand or a business that is of value Mm. to somebody else where they're going to be able to see that vision and go, oh, actually, I could make money off of that. Mm, The reality is we are the money. Do you know what I mean? That is, you know, and I'm I'm sick of people telling us that you have to be able to be successful or to have a successful business, you need a huge amount of capital behind it. Because I don't believe that. You can still have a very successful coaching business working with a set amount of people who value you yeah. on either a retaining or a, you know, or a program of people coming in and out because you're creating the lifestyle that you need to live. Like, why should I make my life even more difficult? Because yeah. we've done this before, where we had a number of different trainers and this that we used to work with, and they just fucked us over the whole bloody time. And it's the same as your best mate, Damien. Yeah, especially in this industry, it's so difficult to find people that are trustworthy, uh, punctual. Of the standard as well. Like they yeah, need to be trained under difficult. us. Because I don't think that, you know, there's... And also just the etiquette in general. The etiquette of people is shit. I mean, your shit. average individual is coming, coming out with a six-week qualification, which is... I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but for them to be able to get up to scratch with training a client hands-on and be able to advise them on certain no i'd actually things. think of more of the nutritional element you know, it doesn't and even the nutritional you'll need you know another i would say a years year, year 
What? Minimal. What if you want to become if a registered nutritionist, no, 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 you need to be no, doing I'm just at least. Saying, if you sat down, Georgia sat down with a year with a person and trying to teach them. Oh, like me actually mentor you, someone. Yeah, you yourself, you would be able in a year. I would say you'd be able. Like, to hey, play. I'm not one for like dragging through like endless years of fucking learning. Like, I think no, learning is need fucking year. needed. Yeah. What I need people to do is experience as yeah. well. Like, that's why I think like work experience is far more, or like an internship, mm. far more valuable to a younger individual mm. than going into university like because at university you've had years of education pumped into you you've got no other choice but to be in education it comes you get some qualifications you probably got to the end of your tether you've got your a levels you're in university now for some people that's great you're on to being a lawyer a doctor a fucking engineer seven you know what i mean you're yeah. you're on your pathway you know you're going but for a lot of other people you're at your wits end of education at that age you're like mm. that fuck me can i just go and do something else mm. and that's when we should be avidly encouraging from the age of 16, you know how many people spoke down at those? Oh, they've got a B-Tech or they've gone and done an internship. What a shame they're not going to university. Okay, how about they're earning more money than you are at the age of fucking 40, at age 22? They've got all of their qualifications. They've learned on the job and now they're running their own fucking business. What's wrong with that? They haven't even come out of university. Like, yeah, I think that, that university narrative is, is starting to show cracks. Massively, because the amount of debt you come out with as well. And and yeah, even then, I know, I know friends of mine that hated you. But if you're also going and you're getting, you. a, you know, you're getting a bloody master's in English literature, um, <clears throat> you're not exactly open for opportunities and depending on what kind of route you're going down and do you know what I mean? Or like you have those soft degrees that are not really going to, it was kind of like yeah like there was there are degrees which are kind of almost like i think the university experience is something that like i'm sure many people really enjoy like just go and get boozed like put those away like like, fucking just have a have a whale of a time but even less responsibilities than you were at school and you're on your parents dime or guess what go on a gap year that's even better (laughs) (laughs) there's no education um, you're working your way around but you're on your parents dime and you're just traveling to loads of countries around the world although i did work for my gap year um but the i think the whole element of it is it's just not desirable enough like I would far if I have children. Do you think that like the age that I was, the time where I was going to go be going to university, like my God, thank God I didn't, because my it would have gone tits up. They would have forced me into something that I had no real desire to do. Do you know what I mean? For like three or four years, you know, come out would have been triple the size of being morbidly obese, like guaranteed. You know, I would have just come out worse off and then I would have sat in like a fucking PA job. Nothing wrong with a PA job. I know PAs that get paid fuck tons yeah, of money, PAs, but they're also... Some, some of them. No, no. PAs that are work for certain individuals yeah, get paid some, a lot of money, but yeah. they also have hell on earth. Like my old client who used to work for the guy at Saatchi and Saatchi and just, it was just... <laughs> awful like the amount she had to do but she got paid vast amounts something like 300k a year um Ooh, yeah so nice but they round number like, lovely round number yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> lovely number that um but there are standard pas that are still getting paid 18k a year like how the fuck does somebody live on that now that's just 
Yeah, it's, it's miserable. Nice. There's no way that you can live like it. Maybe down south, maybe it's just more expensive. I don't know. I think it's equal everywhere. Nobody can like sustain unless you're. Well, they said that the average London rent is two two thousand seven hundred. As of next year. Mm, my eyelash lady said to me that she has a room where, like, she read. She said that hers has gone up from like they said. Oh, they just sent the mail around saying, oh, um, mortgage is going up, mm. which means. Out of the six rooms that are there, which all of them paid, used to pay £650 the room, okay? They have now gone up to each room of £1,100 a month, okay? Each of the rooms. I was like, what the fuck? The mortgage is no way. Like, six rooms. You're saying the mortgage is like seven grand on this property. I was like, no fucking way. I was like, just because people... That should be illegal. I think that just because be the mortgages have increased does not mean that people's rent should increase. Can you imagine how much our, that Brazilian snake fucking of bitch, a woman yeah. now? Oh, I hope she she's fucking said, had a horrible time. Your rent is ten million pounds a month. And if you don't transfer it to me now, I'm going to put you in a vat of acid, like yeah. literally. Um, God, fuck! I wish nothing, nothing good to happen to that woman. I hope that whole kitchen's rotted. Fuck me! I hope it's all fallen down. To be quite honest with you, Um, but that's when you—if you have friends with the gypsies—you just get them to burn it down. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Yeah, literally, literally. Um, But no, I, 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 I do think that if somebody's mortgage has gone up, it shouldn't be on the tenant to pay for it. I'm sorry. Just because, no, it's I'm your sure assets, it's your responsibility. Yeah, I know. But do you know people that have the the financial availability to have a portfolio of properties, they're not interested in carrying the cost. They did all those interviews. Well, it's not my fault your maths was bad on a fixed rate mortgage. Well, now it's fucking gone up. They did interviews on the news where they interviewed all the landlords coming out and they were saying, well, don't you think, uh, you know, uh, the renters are being squeezed due to the cost of living and they wouldn't, they've got no remorse whatsoever. No, I'm not saying that we should be talking directly to the landlords. I was going to be like, oh, no, sorry. But like, also, why is it my responsibility that you bought a house, do you know what I mean, that you're renting out and then your bills obvious. have gone up and then we've got to pay your bills? especially within the United Kingdom that after COVID if you could put your prices up for no particular reason and squeeze the life out of people you've done that because every sector has done that from groceries to energy to you know the cost of uh, just normal goods in general the cost of building materials you know everything's gone up in price except our coaching prices Oh, they have gone up, actually. So, yeah, significantly have gone up. So I wouldn't even bullshit on that, Mark. Um, And that's nothing to be fucking proud of either because... The reason our price would increase is not because, you know what I mean? It's because... Because you've got more value and more experience and better services. Yeah, that and also the fact that, like, people don't... The same as, like, somebody wouldn't understand, like, a freelance trainer in a gym why they charge potentially in premium areas the amount mm. that they do is because mm. they're giving half of that back to the gym do you know what I mean plus yeah, then put on tax so you're taking fuck all money at the end of the day so no and I've got nothing wrong with people increasing prices for products but it's this when you go into a rental agreement the same as you do a mortgage you are guaranteed or allowed to borrow X amount of money or mm. allowed to rent that place because your affordability factor mm-hmm. But now with rentals, they require two and a half to three times the amount per month on a rental as the minimum. And that's because there's so much, especially in London, Mm. there's so much 
uh, need for rentals in London that there's on average between every offer that gets put in there's about 12 other offers Whoa. so if you don't come and match that do you know what I mean in the sense of like okay well we earn fucking four times the amount of rent and all we'll pay you a year up front or we'll mm. do all that which we did oh my god like disgusting amounts of money makes yeah it makes me want to vomit how much money we've paid in like in upfront stuff um you know you you can't then say to somebody oh i'm just going to increase it by effectively another half on top another 400 quid no, okay but your salary wouldn't have allowed you to get that property in the first place the same with a mortgage you're allowed to borrow 50 grand you're allowed to borrow a million pounds you're allowed to borrow 500 grand mm. that's based off of what you earn and what your assets and salary is mm. and what you can pay back over time mm -hmm. so at what point it's different when you have a premium product mm. There is going to be things like, oh, can you afford to buy a Cartier bracelet on a day-to-day -day basis? No, do you know what I mean? It's a gift. It's a, mm. it's a thing. Some people can. Other people save up for it. Mm. Some people can't have it at all. It's the same, but you, that's a product. Product value can go up because you can or cannot have it. It's not something you need to live by, do you know what I mean? Mm. Your rent or your mortgage is something that's over your head on a day-to-day -day fucking basis. It's what keeps you sheltered and warm to some degree. Mm. So no, I don't agree that they should have the ability to be able to raise tenants like rents in no. any way, shape, or I fucking disagree. form. I disagree. I yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent. I thought you said I disagree. Well, London prices have increased seven percent just this year. But like, and you know, all these people that own the property portfolios, who probably run a business that are paying the individuals that are renting mm -hmm. the tenants, probably about twenty-five k a year, maybe forty k, and then asking for three grand in rent. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like that's when you realise how capitalist. Yeah, but but like you just said, the, the the demand and the supply are uneven because for every one supply, there's twelve demand. It's sick. Like, but then that's why they've got so many developments going up in London. All of these things, just like yeah, oh, but those this... are also going to be like five by the time they open, and they'll be like oh, one bedroom. That's going to be two thousand seven hundred for a one bed, three and a half to four grand for a two bed. Okay, there is an argument to say that you could go and live somewhere where the location wasn't ideal. But we're also all in different demographics here. Do you know what I mean, we're all in different, like, money, like, we're all in different statuses of life. Do you know what I mean? There's certain things where if I went and lived in, I don't know, like, oh, I did go and live in Cape Town, but it was the nice part. Like, you know, you take yourself, like, people be like, well, you could just go and rent a one-bedroom. Yeah, but I can't walk out the house in case I get fucking, like, I don't know, stabbed in the back. I don't know. Yeah, like, somewhere true. really rough. Like, yeah. you know, or you could go and rents a one studio above a takeaway house which is raging with fucking alcoholics on a weekend do you know what i mean where you've got to listen to it. or yeah you could do yeah, that or like a railway line or something but like if you're line. paying your livelihood to live somewhere you need to vaguely enjoy it or mm. vaguely have some value of where you're living whether it's yeah. a studio or a six-bedroom well, house so they wonder why people's mental especially the younger generation their mental health is so bad is because the vast majority of your disposable income and your income in general is you know being portioned off towards like renting a place that you could hardly swing a cat in Oh, it's actually like sickening mm -hmm. how small some of these places are. But yeah, I don't, I just, I'm fully like, you know, you, I know people that rent properties out to tenants. Do you know what I mean? I don't think any of them 
would do what is currently happening as an overall in like the mm. economy right now. I think they all are understanding the people that I've worked or rent, you know, that it's their responsibility because they're the one that has the asset, do you know what I mean? That they own, do you know what I mean? Or, mm. And it's not the tenant's fault that their mortgage has fucking gone, gone up. Now. It's nobody's fault. Those but are good it's, landlords then. Look, there are plenty of tenants that are awful, do you know what I mean? But I'd say that 95% of people are actually, 90% of people are actually really okay and probably pay more for rent a month than they ever will a mortgage, literally. Yeah, which is also really bizarre. Yeah, oh, sorry, you can't get a mortgage for that amount, even though you pay it already in rent. Yeah, you pay three grand a month on rent, but we won't give you a mortgage for 700. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm. Um, Interesting. But again, like, you know, I just I just don't think we I don't think tenants should be the responsible ones. And I'd be exactly the same as if I rented out like like I, I you would have to take just the cost of fucking living on board and you take a lot. Mm. You don't take money. You don't make a profit. Do you know what I mean, I'm sorry for yeah, periods of your life. You can't... you can't pay the mortgage for the rental because you take the money from the the, the well, tenant it's just bad fucking maths pay, in my opinion. You pay the mortgage. But then again, those people didn't go in with the risk element. There are people that I know that are on fixed rate mortgages for the next like two to four years and they're pretty sorted because their mortgage isn't going up. Will it increase afterwards? Yes, they know that though. They're to expect it. It's based off their salary. Mm. So their house or mortgage is based off of the salary anyway. Interest rates could drop though. They fucking well should do. But like the, no, I think that in general terms, like, you should at some point in your life you can't always profit and some people just just because you've got an asset doesn't mean you can automatically profit there are some people that will profit at all costs oh 100 percent, mark god we fucking have worked enough of them but like it's yes i agree with that but that's everything that's wrong with society and that's probably Mm. why we're probably due not a conservative government right now that in I'm nothing really. I don't know what to believe. Do you think there will be that politics. much of a difference between conservatives and Labour? No, I don't think the leaders are either strong enough. I don't. Like I just your, don't have in, any. In Georgia's day-to-day existence right now, the what's the Labour's uh, name? Keir Starmer. He went to the same school. Yeah. What happens if if he just like became prime minister tomorrow? Do you honestly think your life is going to change? No, I don't think my life's going to change, but I do see the significant impact of some people that are close to me that probably, they, like, yeah. maybe, depending. Actually, no, because people would be out of certain, like, elements, like, dependent on... Um, we might see, like, Labour government... Well, sometimes they're supported. They also don't really put money into for some things that are needed. I don't fucking know. I don't really think I'm one to oh, really pass who's comment. The good, who's the good guys and who are the bad guys? I don't think there's any bad guys and good guys. No. I think the whole government's a fucking corrupt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, we can kind of, you know. It's all just a, a, yeah, it's all a bunch of a fucking corrupt show. people anyway. Do you know what I mean? All out for their own good. And yeah. fucking COVID yeah. definitely highlighted that. Um, Matt Hancock's I little memoir. I find it funny that, people, that, that private organisations and private donors fund and pay for, like, for example, uh, Rishi Sunak, his heli- private helicopter rides are funded by one specific individual as a donor he's a donor 
Yeah, but that's fine. Like, what, like that's like a client of ours giving us like Isn't fucking it? private box in Wembley. Do you know what I mean to see Adele? Or it's like a client being like, oh, here's the Rolls Royce. Take this to the house. Or oh hi, like, can you just get this and I'll just fucking transfer you a lump. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gym owners would know how much money laundering there is around. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's not. I'd rather that than be spending taxpayers' money. Sure, that's true. Because that should be going towards. I think it's a bit towards... sus that there'll be some form of corporate influence on, you know, government policy. Uh, Mark, we have and we'll never know. And I'm sure I don't even want to fucking know because it will rile me up. What goes on behind closed doors? Everybody's oh, got yeah. money that's in leadership. Do you know what I mean? I you are not in a position of leadership if you don't have any fucking money. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's like, so true. Oh, wait, you'd like to run to be the US president. How much do you need? Do you know what I mean? Oh, wait, you've got five dollars yeah, in your bank yeah, account. No, you're not so going to get very far. That is, that's so hectic. Oh, we've got 140 grand of student debt. That, no. If you think about like, that, like... Like, there have probably never been world leaders that have been, like, really poor. Well, you said to me, we could run for the mayor of London because you only need 10 grand to put in. Yeah, I would run the mayor of London. But that's why so many people run for it, because it's 10 grand. It's not... Even though... Is it 10 grand? Maybe it's more I would get rid of ULEZ. And then people would be like, but the air quality... And then I'll get rid of congestion so the people... the, The traffic would flow faster. I would create like a, you know, on the airports when they have those conveyor belts, which just always just move. I would just create a car system where you just get into a pod and you just go into like. Yeah, that's what Elon Musk invented. Yeah, I can't afford that with Elon Musk. In those, like, he's also obnoxious and fucking probably make the bus free, make the tube free, subsidise it so people. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the tube and the bus is far too expensive. I think about how much money they make on a day to day basis, but. you know what's the alternative like really like like well, if you made the tubes and everything and all the public transport as cheap as as humanly possible then more people would be obliged to use it thus no not necessarily because then you're talking only in cities True. do you know what i mean like if you're in surrey like you need a car otherwise well, predominantly, like, you have to walk well, everywhere well then you would then have to have a you like, know, you'd have to have, like, an electric... spending billions and billions and billions of pounds on that HS2 rail that's going to nowhere, going to Reading. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's going, like, 60 kilometres. I think the train lines are just... No, forget then, the tube and the bus. The train no, lines are no. disgusting, but it's because they're all privately owned now. That's the problem. Yeah, the the actual cost of a train is actually is, joke. Is like, actual, I'd rather get the ULEZ, the fucking congestion, a it, parking ticket before I pay for a train ticket. It's to fly to Europe than it is to go to Bristol. Yeah, it's actually so expensive to like just go on the train. You're like, what the fuck? And then you're around a hen party. The last time I went on the train, it was a hen party and a stag party in the same carriage. It was 10 a.m. in the morning. I literally was like, all I can smell is sausage rolls and alcohol and somebody that's desperate for their flaps to be wet. Like that was literally Mm. it. Like I would, if if I could, if if you could, if I could implement an infrastructure program that would (laughs) revolutionise the UK, I would make the entire UK into like a tube map. Really? Yeah, I think like being able to to it would encourage people to walk places in a way. Like if we could like. If we could walk out of our house now and we could like jump in a pod that took yeah. us maybe within ten, five to mm. ten minutes of where we needed to be, which I know mm. people are like it's a bus. No, it's not the fucking same. It's no. a pod. Like, <laughs> um, but everywhere, so that you yeah. had them in like you know. But like then what when Richard Branson was doing with hyper, it's a bit like Hunger Games. Yeah. So when you use uh, 
you use magnetic levitation so it's also quite fuel efficient and then you just basically slide it across and you can go uh fast speeds so do you know what one of my clients no made me laugh so much the other day because but you you're able to ch- achieve high, such higher speeds and they said that the, if they were able to implement that you could have like a tube-like system where you could get from manchester to london in 40 minutes Oh, I feel a bit sick if it was going that fast. Christ. Well, it's, it's like, like a, a bullet contrast. train. Like a bullet train. Do you not think your ears would fucking go no, funny well, in that? No, because <laughs> inter- internally it's pressurised, externally it's... Yeah, true, actually, it's like an aeroplane. when they use that hyperloop that Elon Musk invented, the, the tube itself is a vacuum, hence the reason why the friction factor of it sliding backwards and forwards. So yeah, I think we'd, we would do well. I mean, like, people would say that, like, you know, the whole, like, petrol, diesel, like, obviously what's doing to the environment. One of my clients said to me the other day, he's got... <laughs> got a hybrid car which i wouldn't exactly call she was like actually to be honest with you i think it's least efficient on hybrid it's uh most efficient when it's just run fucking on petrol mm-hmm. and then she she always says to oh you know our generations because she's probably mm, 60 now yeah she's like our generation really did ruin it for all of you lot you know i i best not use any cleaning products with too many toxins i was like yeah because that's really going to save the fucking planet isn't yeah, it yeah. do you know what i mean you've just, just flown just... around the world you know you've just got in the car you've gone and bought a load of consumer products you've yeah. just gone you know you've just probably ordered an amazon from china mm. like it's <laughs> it's yeah. like it's, it's like when everybody arrives at the the g7 summit to talk about the environment and everyone's <laughs> arrived there with like 13 private jets private jets and a fucking body body yeah. armored car yeah, that's flown in from sure, i i don't think you give access to to humans things you don't yeah. take them away you have to either make them better or you just have to because electric cars yeah, can't be no, produced but, quick enough no, right but, now yeah and they, they can't mine the natural resources but which is it's also only, really bad for the environment if, if the if america and the uk went to net zero the overall impact of global warming would still be present because the top three Brick producers of global warming gases don't give a fuck. Isn't it the Brit countries? Yeah, India, China. Brazil, Russia, no, they're, India, they're, They are China. going hell for leather. Isn't Africa in there? Bricker. <laughs> Bricks. Yeah, South Africa. Of course it's South Africa because fucking yeah, Cyril just couldn't Cyril not fucking get in himself darkness. involved. Everyone's in trying to be, take, take South Africa seriously. It's, it's like, like they get this South Africa around the table. The yeah, they get around the table. It's like, ah, we give you some money. Ah, oh, money. Ah, yes. yes. Yes, I do everything yes, for you. Yeah. Idea. Fuck me. Do you know what I mean, yeah. you've literally... But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not to say that we can't make some kind of change... But I just don't think, you know, people are so... The Just Stop Oil, yeah, they're fucking like wasps in this world. But they are the only people that... Look, it's not going to save anything. Everyone's got their engines running whilst you're stuck to the ground. Do you know what I mean? But like getting enraged. But there should be more education. I hope in schools there probably is about like the climate. It's more for the animal's sake and the nature that I care about. Mm. You know, the rest of it, the air pollution Mm. look like... It's we all inhale enough shit in a day, yeah, so basis. There's no alternatives that is that, that is a worthy alternative to combustion engines. The whole ULES thing was started based off of a child yeah. who was in hospital due to the air Correct. quality pollution. Correct. I'm not really for that, but I'm literally yeah. like... Here we go. I don't know. I think it's all... There's been a lot of arguments to whether or not the air pollution is that 
greatly different, but obviously Sadiq's of fucking campaign I mean, is going. At, all you need to do is go and watch an episode of The Crown when they had the, that smog where they looked out the window and it was dark. What, Mark, again, literally. you're watching a Netflix maybe program. Maybe the smog, well, it's just well documented history. Maybe the air pollution is just due to the geographical location of London. How about then people and don't live in cities and it's an industrial well, place? Well, you just say to yourself, I would like to get paid more than living out in a town and have access to all these things and I carry the burden of living in a city. Well, I don't even think people get paid more. <laughs> like, literally. They do in London. That's well, in London, but I don't think you'd get paid more in every city in the UK. Yeah, but if you... Well, not every, every city, but you would get paid more than out in the uh, in the countryside i would imagine for yeah but your cost things. of living's more so it equals out yeah but you should also i don't know the minute you got that gorillas app and a fucking delivery oh, you're, you're done for do you know what i mean <laughs> that's your fucking livelihood your gone account straight into the... it's like what's the bank account food great um, like, yeah. um anyway today was just a little bit of a catch-up where we are now we've got the primary fuckeries of life a little bit clearer yeah. I'm going to promise a podcast in the next yeah, don't, don't do ne- next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, we're definitely going to get back into uh, a more generalised routine now that our routine is a little yeah. bit more sta- stable. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody has yeah. had a great couple of months since we've been off. Um, lots has to come with the soak up. I think it was a month and a half. Um, Hope so. Lots to come with Soak Up. Yeah. Stay tuned. Soz that we've been so fucking long. Yeah. Now you can just have an update and a load of whinge and a random yeah, conclusion of shit. Yeah. George is saying fuck a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Only came up. Yeah. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Right. Everybody have a good day. Um, enjoy listening and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.